Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Jordan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Hey everybody, welcome in. Living off the land, episode one ninety three, coming at you. Uh, it's the it's the regular gang here, all three of us. I'm Dan here with Jordan and Ryan, uh, and uh, yeah, we are coming at you post Brown Steelers last night. We didn't do a post game show; we did a pre game show, <laughs> kind of because I had a feeling what that what happened last night was going to happen. <clears throat> And uh sure Ryan and I will get into it a little bit. Train wreck city. In the episode. But uh Yeah. So but anyway. You guys didn't get it out last night, did you? So I'm gonna have to sit here and yeah. listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yep. keep it brief. Our thoughts Yo, are this probably beer is a bomb of flavors. Yeah. This is a delightful. This is this is like this is the opposite of last night. This is like wow. Very close to like Mount Rushmore Cleveland beers for me. Yeah, this is up there. Really? Yeah, this is so good. I mean, I definitely like it. Anyway. I, I'm just blown away by what I'm tasting. You've never had it before? Mm-mm. Oh. Not, not this one, no. For real? Oh, I thought you no. had. I thought, well, I know we've had it They before. have an imperial version of this. Oh, my God. I don't even know if I'd want that, though. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> How boozy does so it So this, but do you want to burn while you swallow it? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Hey, <laughs> You want to that's, rephrase that? I don't need to. That's <laughs> not. There's no, What would be the joke with that? I don't know. There's like, any, any, any time you. Because <laughs> we're children and you said swallow. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But <laughs> we're millennials. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we're talking we about the beer of the week, and uh, this is, like I said, one of my personal favorites. We're going back to our friends from Saucy. Uh, if you haven't heard our episode with Saucy, go back. And it listen. is episode. Uh, what, time filling, time filling, one eighty-eight. Oh, I was so eight. close. Was so episode one eighty-eight. We uh, spoke with uh, Alex and Eric from Saucy. And tonight's beer of the week is their What's His Nuts Peanut Butter Vanilla Coffee Stout. Mm. And it is spectacular. It's so good. It it's is essentially literally a Reese's peanut butter cup. Pretty much. I mean, if you like um <clears throat> if you like Butcher and Brewer's Albino Stout, it's essentially that with peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you listen that. to that episode, Butcher and Brewer's Albino Stout was created by Eric from Saucy. That's right. He used to be a brewer at Butcher and Brewer. He created that beer, and he I'm sure he tinkered with it maybe a little bit. Maybe not. I don't know. Eric, if you're listening, let us know. And he basically put that in a can and threw some peanut butter in it. That's, that's what I'm tasting. It is legitimately, in my opinion, I'm just getting Reese's peanut butter cup. Yeah, Man, with peanut, a hint of coffee. Peanut butter and coffee. Yeah. there's a co- It's like as... It's as if you're drinking coffee while eating a Reese's peanut butter stout or cup stout <laughs> cup. What am I saying? Good grief! Uh, it's, it's, it's a great beer. <clears throat> That's a great beer. This is. Have you ever had the peanut butter porter from uh, uh, the old Willoughby Brewing Company? I have not. That was probably their best beer, in my opinion, and it was very good. And it was actually a beer that people who were like really big beer fans 
would know about that from Cleveland. Hmm. Like, it got notoriety for a bit. It's very good, and obviously it's gone because the brewery's defunct. Or you, what? What? Why can't I make say words? Defunct. That is the right word. Yeah, defunct. Yeah, you were okay. right. I was gonna right. say. Um, I like the. Um, there's a nice peanut uh, peanut butter beer. Um, uh, working class, the peanut butter porter over at Working Class. Mm-hmm. Um, they do. Uh, a, they do a nice job. Clock out. I think it's called. Punch out. Clock out. Something like that. I think it's clock out. Yeah. Um, that's. Uh, that's a good one, but frankly, and no disrespect to them, because that one is quite good. It it's, it doesn't hold a candle to what's his nuts. This is yeah. So yeah. this so what's his nuts is a vanilla stout with Madagascar vanilla. Apparently, it's oh. Madagascar vanilla is very good in Madagascar. It's considered a vanilla stout. Yeah, it says it right on the. I can. didn't. I didn't. I didn't read oh. that yet. Yeah, it's that's why I said uh, it's like well, vanilla coffee stout, right? Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Uh, vanilla stout. With Madagascar vanilla peanut butter and Honduran coffee. Oh. It's also an ale. It's also ale. An ale. That's what it says on the can. Ale brewed with milk, sugar, coffee, vanilla beans. Hmm. Milk, sugar, not milk. I don't know if that. I don't know what anything. that means. <laughs> vanilla beans and natural flavors added. 7.5%. So it's got a little bit of a kick to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's brown's colors, which is sad. Right. <laughs> it's um I love the smell. The smell is like vanilla and I get a lot of vanilla in the smell, like vanilla this, and coffee. It smells like a candle. And then Don't uh, it smell like a candle? Like they should make could, it into a candle. Yeah, you could make Dude, this into a candle. That would be a dope candle. I actually think Saucy sells candles at their at the brewery. At the tap. I vaguely have a memory of that. But I don't know if this is. Yeah. Uh it's like a hell of a candle. Yeah, so I guess we'll just go ahead and rate it. Before we rate it, I wanna say that when I wrote down in the scripty thing I write, the scripty thing, the outline or whatever, it's, I it's, think it's this for, it's, is it's, for for now on it will be known the as scripty the scripty thing. thing. Yes, I think this is the longest title for a beer that we've ever had on the show. <laughs> I almost needed two lines to write it. So wait, really? Yeah, the full name. Wait, what do you mean? What's his nuts? That's it. No, the full name, counting the type of beer plus oh. the brewery. The full name is What's His Nuts Peanut Butter Vanilla Coffee Stout by Saucy Brewers. <laughs> it's got a lot going on. <laughs> it really does. It does. But it but doesn't it's good. taste it, it does have a lot going on, but it also doesn't, if that makes sense. You know, like sometimes like people will make a beer and they throw in four hundred things just to say they did. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't just it's like this is ridiculous. What is yeah. this? This doesn't taste like they're trying too hard. It's yeah. quite literally peanut butter, vanilla, coffee, stout. Yes. Like that's that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. all the flavors you're gonna taste. Yep. Yeah. And something called milk sugar. Yes. Which Jordan let us know in a minute if you feel right. Yeah, well <laughs> if, if if you just hear me just drop out of the podcast, you know I'm he having an pizza, emergency. He's fine. Yeah, you'll be No, good. that's not the same thing. Cheese is not the same thing as milk. There's a huge but, difference. But this is milk sugar. I'm probably okay with milk sugar. <laughs> we'll find out. Well, Let's, you know what's funny not, is yeah. I've had those lactose. I mean, there IPAs. is sugar in milk. So I maybe. had the. Remember, I had the lactose IPAs and I was fine. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder if it's maybe it cooks away or something. I could be. Know. Well, that's. I, I mean, I got no a bunch idea. of weird allergies, and a lot of them are only with like raw. Like I could yeah. eat applesauce, drink well, apple juice, but if I had a raw apple right now, I'd be right. going to the hospital. Oh, I, wait! What? I didn't realize that. Yeah, what? have we talked about? You probably I'm sorry. have. I feel, yeah. I feel bad now. Oh no! What is what is known as milk sugar? Lactose. Huh. Yeah, but but huh. again, when it comes containing to beer, one molecule of glucose and one of galactose linked together. Galactose sounds like I do, I do think there's something about when they brew it that lactose it, is sometimes called milk sugar. Interesting. 
So it's like, well, so I'm giving you, I'm, I'm giving Jordan a, a we'll bellyache. No, races. again, I, we, we, I had the lactose milkshake or with the milkshake, whatever it was called IPA. Yeah. And it didn't actually <sighs> bother me. And I, and I read online that it's something with the brewing process makes it like, okay. Like kills. Well, it is, I mean, it's so boiled. I don't know. It is boiled. Know. So we'll see. <laughs> find we'll out see, we'll, see. well on that note you want if to you hear them? gurgling <laughs> in about half hour <laughs> can you smell somebody ripping ass through a podcast <laughs> i wouldn't on we, your way to we work haven't tomorrow just, we, don't, we, we haven't spent the, we haven't spent the money on those mics yet right <laughs> all right all right all right let's go ahead and let's do it who wants the leader all right so uh this is in the eights for me Ooh. uh i adore this beer Get you um, back into uh, good graces with the ratings, by the way, because you've had back-to-back weeks. Yeah, of... well, you guys don't know how to pick beer. F- no, oh, we both brought great beers. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna respond. I'm not taking the bait. All right, in the eights, what do you mean? We'll a- take the aggregate of these scores and <laughs> judge against the last one. <laughs> it's true. Uh, this is an eight point four. Oh God. Okay. Yeah, I love this beer. Um, I've just been recently beginning into stouts. It's not something that I probably drink in the summertime, but correct. Something that, you know, if I – I really don't drink beer when I'm, like, home by myself. But if I did, this would regularly this be would stocked be beer, in my fridge. Yeah. My my fridge contains one or two cans of every beer of the week we've done for the last, like, four months. Right. <laughs> they just hang out. So, uh, yeah, 8.4. Love the can. Uh, except for the colors right now. Those are those are giving me bad vibes. But uh, love the can art. Love Saucy. Uh, check them out. Go buy this beer. It's really good. Absolutely. I'll go next. Do it. This is a this is a very good beer. This is not a type of beer that I really drink regularly or wouldn't what I would even say it's not one I enjoy necessarily. I do like dark beers. Um but the peanut butter throws me off. It's good. It's like dessert in a can. Mm-hmm. Um I would probably ever only have one of these. Uh I would rank it and this is not I know the beer's very good. So this is just strictly personal taste on my part i'm going to give it a 6.8 i like it i strongly want people to understand that that is not indicative of how quality the beer is it's just the type of beer for that i it's not a type of beer that i'm gonna ever really drink but it's very good if you like reese's peanut butter cups it quite literally tastes like you're drinking one (laughs) so there you go i I don't know if i go that far yeah well that's how i'm tasting Or like imagine like telly t telly t to get his ass over (laughs) here and well i mean i the the peanut butter is very pronounced. Mm. I don't know that I would. It, I don't taste very much chocolate in here. It's tricking me, man. Something's getting stouts, in my head. A lot of times, stouts have that kind of. His favorite soccer team. Anyway. His favorite soccer team hires an Italian, and now they can't lose, and he's all he's all weird. <laughs> I'm hyped up, man. <laughs> you know what? I don't even want to eat ketchup. Any red sauces? What is all the stuff? You hear all the stuff he yeah. bans? I don't know why. Pizza. Yeah, F pizza. I didn't even. He eat does, that he's anymore. done that at every stop he's been. Even in Italy, he do didn't. You, he didn't allow quick, the players to eat pizza. Before we get to Ryan, do you know why? No. I, what's the idea behind? My brother it? would know why. I don't know why. It's got to be a quirk, right? There's no way he actually believes that banning ketchup makes you win. Soccer. I mean, no, no Italian eats ketchup. I mean, it's like uh, true. Jim Harbaugh told one of his former quarterbacks not to eat chicken because chickens are a a, a timid. Jim Harbaugh. Bird. Jim Harbaugh is a, a lunatic. Timid bird. That's a quirk. <laughs> That's Jim awesome. Harbaugh is a lunatic. <laughs> that is Seriously, awesome. Seriously, later Google. You should Google Jim oh, Harbaugh chickens. And All these coaches are wackos. There's, man. Yeah. Well, I, that's also true. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, think about think about the the job that they have. Like, you can't. Not you can't be a, be a normal or like. You work twenty hours person. a day. Like, yeah. you can't be. You can't like, be normal year round. Like, and you, you got to get a group of men 
to perform at a high level and not yeah you can't be nice <laughs> or timid yeah so no chickens. anyway can't yeah. be timid no chickens, yeah, chickens. uh Jordan roots for Michigan. He's not allowed to eat chickens anymore. Okay, restart. I don't root for Michigan. <laughs> I so, typically I, root against I, the high. Restart. <laughs> I like Michigan, and I'm going to hope for them to do well. Restart. But I'm a Longhorns fan. Let's get that Wait, straight. I like Michigan, and I'm going to hope for them to do well. Yeah. How is that different from rooting for? I'm them? not a Michigan fan. Okay. I just I'm just busting your balls. <laughs> You're busting my balls. Eight point one. Oh, yeah. Whoa, that's rare for this, this is, guy. Yeah. This is the this Russian is, judge. Yeah. yeah, this is wow. this is one of okay, Saucy Simon Science. Cowell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like when Simon smiles. <laughs> that's when uh, Simon hits that gold button, <laughs> gold buzzer. Uh, yeah, this is one of Saucy's finest. This is one of the city's best. Um, I I love it. It's uh, it's a great beer. Similar to Dan, this is not one I'm drinking year round. Nothing about this beer sounds like summer. <laughs> Dan just yeah, dab. I just dab. <laughs> I just want to make. I just dab. I just want the yeah. record to know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, for this time of year, this beer is is perfect. I want it to snow like a couple inches, and I want to sit by the fire and have like I can't like a, this uh, is, a six yeah, pack of these you know, and be this sideways. This is definitely a snowy. You know night what? Beer. Not to go off your snow vibes. Aside from the fact that COVID sucks ass and ruined Christmas mm-hmm. again, it was 52 degrees and the raining. Weather didn't help. Yeah, yeah, now it's all cold. The, the, the vibes for for Christmas were very. That's when off I wanted to snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, my favorite time of year, like I love from Halloween through the New Year's, and specifically, I love December and January because, like, I love like like a little bit of snow and then by like mid-January you start to get sick of it. So back to like yeah. in the next week or so I want to go back to 70 Ryan, Ryan's an ice queen. I, I, I'd rather be cold than hot all the time. You can only take so many... Psychopath. No, I, no you can only take so many clothes off. Psychopath behavior. You can put more on. His his reasoning I agree with. It It's a fact. You can only take so many clothes off. You could always put you more know, clothes on. loving the feel but, of sweat on your oh, body. God, that is see, no, your you're psychopath. Psychopath. That's something, that's, you, have, that's something my, you have to be born with. My friend that's is gross. like that, too. My buddy loves going for a... He, like, he likes to run in, like, 85-degree heat. I'm like, you're an mm. absolute monster. I love when I work out and I just... I'm, like, wet. Weird. Pause. Bad times. Looking back Good at that, Lord. I would rephrase that. I'm not even going <laughs> to say you rang. <laughs> yeah, I would rather like work out. Yeah, I'm a guy, out, though. So. Like the, it's extreme pause. I'd rather go run in like 35, Phrasing. 40 degree weather. <laughs> yeah. Phrasing. Yeah. I hate I hate Okay, okay. Hot. You do have a point, though. 40 degree weather is actually. For running? I would say 40 perfect. to 40, 50 45? degrees is really good if you're going to run. Yeah. That is, that is, I guarantee, you have a point Paul, Paul, you would back me up on this. I guarantee it. Talk yeah, because he's a psychopath and runs no. in like 20 well, degree weather. I mean, hey, good for him. But I'm just saying, if you had the choice, I think a lot of people, whether it be a serious runner, casual runner, or anybody in between, the vast majority would say you'd run on the cooler side or colder side than hot. There, I understand the, the uh, fact that inside in a house you have heat, but mm-hmm. there is nothing like jumping into bed at night when it's 10 degrees outside and okay. just wrapping yourself now, that in I six do, blankets. Now, that I do Sleeping agree. crispy cold that is I do perfection. Yeah. You know what's funny is a lot of people in Texas would agree with that too because they run their AC so damn hard in the <laughs> summer that it's like 40 degrees in, at, in their houses. So, yes, actually I agree with you on That's that. That's right in the winter. I literally leave windows Psychopath open. behavior. It's tough, although it's killing me now because i got to run the heat more because I've got a 14-pound dog who shakes unless it's 75. Oh, God. Carly, well, at, least, Carly, at least you have a heart. I guess. He actually he, he does it when he's – like if I were to go uh, go like for a 20-minute drive right now in the car, he would do the same thing. Like when he's in the car until, like until, the, until like the – until like his – the passenger seat gets warm. Yeah. He's like – he'll like look at me. Got the shakes. And if I like say his name, he just – 
like tenses up and yeah. vibrates. Yeah, Carly, it's cold. Like, you'll find her. I'm like, where are you? And I'll find her like in some corner of the bed or couch, just burrowed and just vibrating. I'm yeah, like, he also does dramatic that. as hell. He also burrows well, under the blankets. At least y'all's dogs are like on my side. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, so eight point one. Yeah. At any rate, yeah, eight point one. Absolutely, you needed. If you haven't had this beer. A thousand percent need to go get it. Question. Do we know the answer to this? Because I know, I think Jimmy's told us the answer to this. If you have a peanut allergy, can you drink this beer? I don't. I don't know because, well. He's hypersensitive. So for him, I think he should still stay with it. Didn't he say he can have peanut oil? He can eat Chick fil A, he found out. Yeah. Yeah, he found that things fried in peanut oil. Well, maybe he can. I don't know, though. What's the. I don't know the answer. Don't experiment. Throwing it out there, like the difference I think, between I think frying if, in peanut oil versus including peanut in a recipe. Yeah, I, is that the same thing or not? Well, I don't know. so I, if, um, and and Jimmy, for listening to this, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I remember him saying he can have like artificial peanut flavoring, oh. but it can't be like natural. Like you can't like mm. like if you were to pour this beer in a glass like full of honey roasted peanuts. Right. And then drained right. it out and put it in a glass and have him drink it, he'd probably die. I'm just down. realizing, and this might be dumb, but I'm just realizing they didn't actually brew this with peanut butter. It's natural flavors, it says. Yeah. Right? I'm correct on that? Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder so what I, that means. Natural flavors, I don't know what that means for Jimmy as far as mm. drinking this. And funny funny thing is I asked him to be on the show tonight and oh, really? <laughs> he said no. I, I I wasn't thinking about getting this beer yet, but I think that's pretty apropos well, that now uh, we can because he didn't show up yeah suck it peanut yeah you nerd. know what he's too big he's too big for us i'm gonna go get peanut butter he's too big for us now every time i ask him to come on the show, it all over the no. the room <laughs> like uh, <laughs> like in the office yeah <laughs> when when yes. michael shows up with gum in his hair and and dwight and, puts peanut butter all over it yes oh my yes oh wow and then he goes like this and tastes yep. it Ugh. yep oh that was a scene oh the office. All right. Well, this was a fascinating beer. Yeah. To say the least. <laughs> beer of the week, so. everybody. Hey. Um, all right. Well, I think we're ready for the catch-up. I don't know. Are we? The catch-up? I'm all out. We're, re- we're ready for the catch-up. Cat-sup. The cat's-up. Uh, all right. So I um, found another very interesting article on Cleveland. Or Cleveland. What's it called? Cleveland Scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I want to discuss it. So basically... <coughs> The writer, one of the writers, Douglas Tratner, hello, Douglas, he <laughs> wrote an opinion piece called Dining Trends We Love, Could Do Without, oh, and Could Do Without right now in Cleveland. So basically, he set, he goes through trends that he saw in Cleveland in, in this year and says if he likes them or not. Um, one second, my computer's being weird. So... We'll start off with the first one, and I want to have a discussion. There's not a, there's not a ton, you know. We'll just go through them real quick. Uh, he so he he words it as sell, buy, and hold. So for sell, disposable things, mm-hmm. and I agree with him 100. percent He said, raise your hand if you're if you happen to be appalled by the amount of garbage generated by restaurants in the past years. Agree 100. percent I get it. A lot of this is a COVID thing, and we're kind of adjusting to that. I get it, but. He's like, okay, obviously carry out requires it and delivery. But when you go to a restaurant and they give you like plastic utensils, like what are they doing? And I agree with that 100%. There's no need. I'm very anti-plastic. What kind, what kind of restaurants are doing that? I, there's just, there's some I've been to. I can't think off the top of my head, but there's some I've been to that 
instead of like giving you like, are we talking like like a dive bar doing that uh, or I, yeah 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 i would never see bars. it in like fine dining no like no not fine dining i'm talking about like bar like bars and yeah. stuff like that and and i get it i get the idea behind it but it's like mm, i don't know about that we can just do uh you know, I hate also when you go to a bar and they give you your beer. It, in I like mean, it, a, it could in like a plastic cup. I get it if it's like a watch party and there's like dozens and dozens of people. But I've been to some bars where they'll serve it to you in a plastic cup, and I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, yeah, I agree with that. I, I don't. I think we need to reduce our uh, mm-hmm. the, throwaway. I don't know. Utensils. I, I can I can see where they're especially in the pandemic. I can see where they're coming from because, um, in a restaurant you have to employ it usually that has any sort of volume you have to employ mm-hmm. at least one dishwasher mm-hmm. oh yeah so restaurants over this last two-year period predominantly have been short-staffed all over the right. place so they have to find ways to be able, so maybe these restaurants just don't have dishwashers and well i think that's why he highlights the last two years i think he's okay. aware of that yeah. i think he's just saying mm-hmm. like hey maybe we should try to figure out how to get around yeah that. if possible yeah. sure yeah any thoughts ryan or we're no, I mean, I think you covered it. It's at yeah. the end of the day, yeah. I I understand why it's happening, but I agree. The, mm-hmm. the more we can get away from single-use plastics, the yeah. better. But that's my thought. But. It, it's you know, I don't envy the position that those places are in either. No, neither do I. Like, and I get it. And Dan, you're 100 percent right. Like I've been to bars where it's jam-packed, and you can tell they're behind on washing the cups. Like two so they'll be like, yeah. "Here's your beer. It's in a plastic cup." I get that. I'm not yeah. going to ever make a problem about yeah. that. Um, yeah, or or for me, or if it's like a, uh, if they have a special where it's like a dollar fifty domestic drafts, like you're not going to be able to keep up with glassware with the amount of people that are going to be ordering. Right, that. so it's I mean it's a necessity. They yeah. have to get people in the door and they have to be able to serve them. Even yeah. if you have dishwashers, like like if you might uh, not be able to keep up. Yeah, like especially mm-hmm. like in a college town. Like I, I go back to my college days. Like I, very rarely did I ever get beer in a glass. It was always in a cup because just right. the, the, the right. volume. And that's very typical when you go to those college-y young people bars. You know, yeah. they're serving beer in, in the plastic cups because it's easiest and quickest to do that. Um, anyhow, moving on to the next one. Uh, I highly disagree with this one. Dan, I don't actually know your take on this. I know Uh-oh. Teresa's as an Italian. He says, buy for tinned fish. I personally cannot stomach anchovies or any sardines or anything like that. I know a lot of people like them. What's his reasoning for that? He likes them, I guess. He he mentions Aaliyah, Astoria, Sense, and I guess they're like you know pushing anchovies. Um, I was recently at Georgetown, and they were I ordered a Caesar salad, and they're like, "You want anchovies with that?" And I was like, "Absolutely not." So I don't know. I guess he likes tin fish. Does anyone here like tin fish? No, I okay. love anchovies in my season. Okay, so we well, just... I so I grew up eating tuna. I figured, yeah, like that was like like. Now I will only eat tuna if like I'm making it into like tuna salad. Right. Like I'm not gonna take like a can of tuna, strain it, and put it on a, a put it in between two pieces of white bread and eat a tuna mm-hmm. sandwich. <clears throat> like it's got to have celery, onions, uh, all these different kind of herbs and spices. Uh, obviously mayo, olive oil, whatever, whatever you make your tuna salad with. But mm-hmm. yeah, tuna. Uh, I would say the the tuna is fine. The only one I would actually make or eat would be tuna. Yeah, I would agree. Sardines, with that. no. Like, but but Ooh. like. People in my family, yeah, like, well, just people. They'll just like yeah, I know. Open they'll just the go. They'll just go to the pantry, grab a can, go sit on the couch, open it, and just. There's a guy at work that he pre-games his lunch and he starts his lunch. You'll see what I'm saying. Opens up a can of anchovies or whatever they are and eats that. Puts it in the trash and goes to his lunch. Seafood in Don't the workplace, it. people are 
and I don't know this man, <clears throat> but I would venture to say I don't want to spend any time with you. <laughs> That's the nicest way I could <laughs> say it. My office at if work is right next to one of our lunchrooms. Oh. And people who people, eat seafood in the workplace? It's, it's not even the seafood. It's people who microwave said seafood oh, yeah. in the lunchroom. Yep. Right. It's the most disgusting thing ever. That's 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 uh that's uh the party foul of all party fouls Ugh. in the workplace. It is. Me. It is. Um, Jim so, Rome used to oh. Jim Rome used to have a uh uh microwave fish alarm uh, on his show. <laughs> like any, any anytime anytime there was like a terrible take from somebody that he brought up on a show, he, he would play the fish alarm. <laughs> that's that's great. Um, um yeah, I I love uh my dad actually has a Caesar. I don't even know where he got this recipe, but he got it online or something and he makes this ridiculous Caesar salad dressing, and it has you know, anchovies in there. Side note, did you know Caesar salad's 100% a Mexican recipe? I did not know that. It was orig- originated in Tijuana, I believe. Is this it? Is this the fish alarm or whatever? Check it out, Yahoo Finance. I am not making this up. Ten office faux pas. Number one, don't be the office downer. Number two, and I quote, Number two, and in the history of the world, there's never been a better way for it. The second office faux pas is, quote, <laughs> don't microwave fish in the <laughs> office. Yep. Hell yes, that's what it says. No yeah. joke. Number two. I agree. Number two. Come on, get to it, Rome. Tuna sandwiches are banned from some <laughs> offices, but uh-huh. fish the dishes in the microwave are absolutely off limits. Yeah. Fish dishes. Quote, I never knew who the culprit was because area was gently at fell a fish. Fish dish. No time. Oh, is that it? Answers go off. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> this is like that's like Rome from like seventeen years ago. Oh yeah, that's like, like OG Rome. When he was like yeah. actually good. When he was like crazy. Yeah. The smack off. Yeah, when he was yeah, he was <laughs> Oh, yeah. the smack off was the best. All right, we got a few we got a few uh, several more to get through. So uh he says hold. I guess that means he's neutral on it. Batched cocktails. I'm anti. I was at Barrio one time and they were serving batched cocked uh batched um, i don't even know what that is mar- pre-made pre-made oh like they're serving giant. pre-made margaritas <sighs> absolutely not don't yeah. ever do that to me again barrio um that's <laughs> one of many strikes i give you by the way by the way barrio but. is finally open in strongsville it is oh. uh, it's been open for a couple weeks now but you guys a few want times mediocre yeah. mexican food go to barrio <laughs> it's still better than condado yes i agree with you there uh any thoughts on that or if you want um, if i want a dorito taco i'll just go to taco bell yeah. <laughs> right thanks I, condado I and your I Ritz, think their your, tacos are essentially the same. And your Ritz crackers for tortilla chips. But yeah, I, don't even, I, don't, chips I, don't, I don't even dislike the chips at Condado. I just think it's absolutely unacceptable that they have you have to pay for chips and salsa. That's unbelievable. Hundred percent. I don't agree. even dislike. Yep. And I agree. I, I know the difference between the chips. I know some people don't like them at Condado. I'm not even speaking of that. Whether you like the chips or not, the fact that you have to buy the chips and salsa just feels like such a restaurant faux pas. Yeah. You should um, never have to pay for no, chips and salsa. No, it's unacceptable. Guac and queso, different yeah, story. That, yeah, of course. 100%. 100%. But the salsa, right. you're out of your but mind. Any Tex-Mex restaurant or taco place, if you got to pay for chips and salsa, it's nonsense. No. It's Agree. Um, what was I going to say? Batch oh, the best. Uh, I actually don't have a problem with it, uh, given When the you go to a restaurant, do you think they should give you a warning, though? 
Because like if I'm you know ordering, what I do have a problem with. It depends on how long it's been. Not to it. not to go back to Condado, but you know what I do have a problem with serving uh, margaritas in a friggin' bourbon glass. I knew you were gonna go back to that. Okay. Spending nine bucks for a for a margarita Condado, that's this big. It should be in a big glass. Yeah, yeah Condado's uh, margaritas are a joke. Um, for the record, I think Barrios are too, but I think they're less of a joke. When you get their like higher end margaritas, they're actually very good. They're just Frozen. all very expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know if you're yeah very expensive. Um, no, as far as batch cocktails, like for places like that. If it's going to save them time, if they made the cocktails ah. within the past couple hours, I would rather for the sake of speed. The, because those pla- you know those places get the crazy. Only, if, the only I, exception is if you go to a Tex-Mex restaurant and you order a frozen pitcher of margarita, <laughs> I'm okay with that being some sort of a batch that's mixing. I'm okay with that. But I don't want to order a single margarita and y'all's are pouring it out of a damn unless like, it's pre-made like, unless cocktail it's like two bucks. batch. Yeah, if it's two bucks, but I still want to know. I still yeah. want to know. Because if I'm ordering a, a margarita, I'm expecting you yeah. to be putting tequila, yeah. uh, triple sec, lime juice, uh, agave syrup, and whatever flavor I ordered and mixing that all together fresh. But yeah. that's, yeah, that's, you know, that's. Yep, yep, yep. I think yep, we're kind yep. of all on the same page with that. All right. Uh, he says, buy uh, restaurant tech. Uh, he's talking about the QR codes and things. I, I'm, I'm not anti. I get why they, they have come around. I'm just not a big fan of it. I'd rather get a menu and look at it, but I get it. I would never necessarily complain about it. It's, I'm just not a big, you know, I'm more. I agree with you. I like, I like having a menu in front of me. It's part of the experience. Well, you also mad that you don't have a phone book. What? Are you also mad that you don't have a phone book to flip through when you want to oh, call a restaurant? Okay, okay, Ryan. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's technology. I can okay, I can go Ryan. boop 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 into my phone and find the phone number for a place. I don't need a phone book. Why I'm do ta- I need your menu? I, so sarcastic. Why do you not? It's phone book and a and a menu is yeah, unless you're comparable. at the cheesecake factory. A, <laughs> phone book like and a, a restaurant menu are not the same. It's a Bible of a menu. Yeah, I'm a lot talking of, about something just open up like, like two pages. But it's I mean we all have technology. Okay, so whatever. Okay, we Mr. Techno. Do you want to eat through your phone too? Do you want it to eat no. your burger? Well, there's a, there's, Do you yeah. want him to make 3D digital food? I need a. I love I need how a we're three, just like a, coming yeah. up with. I need absurd. a 3D printed version of the menu in front of me. <laughs> Ryan, uh, Rob, Ryan probably can't wait to get full meals on tablets. To be able to just be put on your that. tongue. Let's just do pills, yeah. pill food. Let's. You know, I yeah. saw like a documentary. The, like the I saw a documentary right. about in Singapore. They're serving old people like that, little tablets of hyper vitamized. That Google Fi is already going to your brain. It's uh, no, they actually have little um, this is not a joke. Little like uh, like water. They're like little water balls. They're like they mix a little bit of like water with like gelatin or whatever, and it's to help like elderly folks who. Uh, I know with, that's like, what I was talking like, about. Like yeah. who forget to drink or like get enough hydration or whatever. And it's like tasty little gummy things that you can give like grandma or grandpa or whatever. Yeah, well, I, I mean, saw that's something that's needed. Apparently, yes. Sing- Singapore is the city of the future. And I, I watched guess. this documentary and they were talking about that. Okay. Anyways. I'll, I'll be here in the I have zero problems with the technology. I don't know. If, I, don't, okay. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if we're going to, any of us are going to be alive in 30 years anyway be, huh. with the way this world's going. Uh oh. But All right. Next, conspiracy. Next yeah. up. 62. Next up, he says, buy <laughs> outdoor dining. And I agree a hundred percent because now, <laughs> well, okay, not in the winter. <laughs> I mean, but well, they do the igloos. But I, I'm talking oh, more I, about like because previous 100%. to COVID, there was like, oh, this bar has a cool patio. This bar, but it was never like now. Every place kind of has a patio, and I love it. I'm all about it. I love eating outside in the summer. Oh, I agree. I so do too. I'm all about it. Let's do more of that. Let's change up our streets. 
let's remove this anti-walking, anti-socializing streets that we have in so many cities and, and townships. And I want to see more walkability. I want to see more outdoor restaurants. Yes. I don't I trust people who are driving. Well, that's why we need to redesign the roads. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just spend another trillion dollars. It can be done. It can be done. We have Ryan, do you have any thoughts on outdoor dining? I don't like it actually. Oh, whoa! <laughs> Wait. Okay. So <laughs> there's, it's so annoying. But like your napkin flies away if you don't have something sitting on it, and then the fly lands on your on your glass or on your meal, or it's hot. And I'm an AC bitch. Like I I, I don't like being oh, hot. I forgot you're. You I, yeah. Like if 40 I if degrees. it's if it's north of 72, I'm probably sweating and uncomfortable. Well, so, I mean, he would okay, he would well, he would eat outside now. Well, we I would be a, happy to. Yeah, I'd be happy as a clam. We have a damn snowman in our midst. I'm cool with but. that. But yeah, no. More often than not i'm not stoked on being hey outside. i like hey, right, i like right. i like outdoor dining all right yeah i figured dan i don't would. hate it but i prefer okay. to be inside all right next up next up this is interesting very interested in y'all's takes on this he says sell chick fried chicken joints i highly disagree with this why? i love fried chicken because it's unhealthy newsflash no actually do you want to know why he says he says it's a trend and there's too much of it what i'm glad that that uh, Cleveland finally has a whole bunch of cool fried chicken joints. I'm all about it. Do we me- really have that many? Uh, I wouldn't say that many, not compared to like right, the exactly. South. Exactly. I think we're having a normal amount of fried chicken joints. Yeah, I mean, like you're seeing like like hot chicken or yeah, hot chicken takeovers in Strongsville. Right. Now it's in. I think it's at Crocker Park too. There's mm-hmm. Slim Chickens um, now. Uh, there's uh, Dave's Hot Chicken is coming soon. Uh, what's the place? Uh, Sauce so- the city. Like right, well, Soho's the original. Cleveland oh yeah, Soho's chicken. been there for like. Look, I'm all. I love fried chicken. I could eat fried chicken all the time. So yeah, I have. I have no idea why. He's I think. Being, I think he's being hipster about chicken. That's I think. Weird. And I don't mean to speak for Doug Tratner, <laughs> but uh, shout out Doug. Um, <laughs> maybe he's a fan of fried chicken, and he's now like saying like, "Oh, everybody's gonna have it now." Like it's one of those. I like, think it's kind of that. Yeah, it's a know. weird hipster. I mean, he does basically eat. All the newest trends as a living, it sounds like, because yeah. he does a lot of reviews. So I get, I get that. What a but cool job. I follow yeah. him on on Instagram too. He, he posts a lot of like cooking, like home cooking stuff. stuff yeah. Like that. No, I, I like his work. I read a lot of his articles. He's, yeah. Anyway, just don't like your chicken taste. I just t- I, I, I disagree <laughs> with you on the chicken. Give me all the chicken. Anyways, <laughs> give, give me all. Give me all the soft birds or whatever that Jim Harbaugh <laughs> says. Timid, so, timid birds. Timid, timid birds. Animals. All right, we got a few more. Let's. But uh, we actually uh, we have three more. So let's oh. get through them real quick. Bye. Late night dining. I could not agree more. Literally, Doug, thank you so much for saying this. We do not have enough late night dining in Cleveland. We have Barrio, which is cool. I do respect Barrio for that. We now have Cilantro Taqueria in Lakewood. I don't know of many other places that are not chains. Like, I'm not counting Taco Bell in this or McDonald's. Oh, no. But they're like, this is not hating on Cleveland. So what I'm about to say, don't take it that way. A lot of other cities have like a ton of late night joints. Like you can go get out. You can I'm, <laughs> you can go get like really good late night food at three in the morning. We have Nunzio's Pizza. I'm just thinking of that as well. That's open to like four. There's only a a few late late night options, and we need more. We can't just have Crunchwrap Supremes every weekend. You know, I'm we never can't. I'm never up till three in the morning. So I still I still am out pretty late on I, the weekend. Yeah, so. I, I don't care about this. What do you think about this, Ryan? Mm. Yeah, I, I just, think it, Jordan. I think it's time to grow up. Yeah, <laughs> I just, here's the thing. I'll do a, this sober too. Uh, sometimes I just want to eat late. Yeah, I'm just I'm just typically not up Make a late enough cheese. for that to be a factor. I'm lazy. <laughs> if if I am, I agree. Like I am definitely. <laughs> so a you'd rather get up, get in the car, 
Oh no 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 order. Or oh, get, that's or, another yeah, thing yeah. I hate. I hate. Doing, I do hate ordering, but no Uber eats because like you 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 order something that you think is going to be like fifteen dollars and it ends, ends up being thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yeah, because yeah, yeah Uber eats I just won't do it. DoorDash is crazy. that's true. I'd much rather go to bed. So hungry. I guess I am more talking about when you walk out of a bar before you get your Uber, you can walk to a place and yeah. get food, take that home, and enjoy no, it. I, I'm, just, I'm a I'm a man of convenience, so yeah, I'm not typically out that late that so often. But when I am, I do love me some Taco Bell. Cheesy gordita right. crunch, right. extra right. soft. Beefy uh, melt burrito just came out with. Mm. Am I the only crunch wrap guy here, or do we all uh, like No, I like all your crunch wraps. They're, they're just usually disappointing. The crunch wraps? Yeah. What? Usually they're just so poorly what kind made. Of crunch I let, what kind of crunch wraps you get, are you getting? You get, like, How dare you get like half an ounce of How meat and then four pounds of lettuce. I have had a few bad ones in my yeah. life, but I would say most are pretty solid. Yeah, Chalupa Supreme. Chalupa is fantastic. Good. Yeah. Uh, what's the one that's like several layers of cheesy gordita crunch? That. That's with my, that's my with go-to. you get it. It's an extra like I don't know upcharge whatever fifty cents whatever I don't know. Do it. You do get it. it with the Dorito shell oh. instead of the regular taco shell with okay. that avocado ranch they put in it. Ooh, yeah. flavor bomb. Yes. All right, two more. Buy he says food halls, and by this he's talking about sauce the city, which I've never been to. And I guess in Van Aken District, they have something called a market hall. Yeah. I like the concept. I've never actually been to either of well, these Well, Sausage City used to be a food hall. It used to be that, I uh, can't remember what it's called, but it closed, and then Sausage City bought the entire location. Oh, okay. Oh, you're talking about uh, Ohio City Gallery? So the, Ohio, yeah, yeah, that, that yeah. was a food hall, but it's yeah. just it's just Sausage City. I like City the now. idea. I've just never been to any of these spots he's talking about. I just, I've, I've, I went to Ohio City Gallery a couple times. I just feel like I'm in the mall. Kind of like I, a food court. You just walk up to like a well, no, walk up to a counter. I like, you like the get idea. Get food and you go sit at a table. It does have like a food court kind of vibe to it, but it's all a bunch of these like cool upstarts. It's places that you know they it, they call it. I think the official term was like a food incubator or restaurant incubator before mm-hmm. somebody decided to like pay for a food truck or to pay for so I, rent I get, for or whatever. They would have like six months or nine months. They're so kind of bouncing off of that. I guess they're super popular in like New York, Chicago, LA. They're popular like everywhere else. I actually yeah. went to one and I know it's a dirty word, I mean, but sense. I went to one it, in Pittsburgh that was legit. Ooh. The food was ridiculous. There's nothing legit about Pittsburgh. Um, but I, I love the idea of them. Um, Sausage City is also great, by the way. If you haven't had it, you is that the place should. in Ohio City? Yeah, they, it's, is it still open or what's going yeah. on? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They. I, I, I forget if I. I don't want to misspeak, but either one of the people that founded it or works <laughs> there is like a Benedictine alum because we have a relationship where they're always bringing food over to us, <laughs> which is really cool. Uh, and the food's ridiculous, and their sauces are awesome. Go figure. Um, but no, I, I love the concept of the food halls, and I, I wish that the galley. Uh, would have survived. I, I, yeah. I love the idea just because it's a cool. You can go in there and get like a side from this place hmm. and a main course from over here. You can yeah. New York, choose. New York and, makes sense because you need you need to put a bunch of things in a small right, space, kind of condensed or whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, we got. Um, it's actually two more. One's quick. One's will be maybe a little. So uh, hold. I, I, I'm taking hold as he's like unsure. Not, for it, not against. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. Seafood boil joints. I'm all about it. I grew up eating this stuff, and I love boils. The only one I've ever been to is the one in Gordon Square, and I cannot remember the name of it for the life. Uh, Boil 55 or something Boiler like that. Boiler Room 65. There it is. Yeah, which is great, by the way. Uh, if you've never been to a seafood boil, and I don't mean uh, what did you got, what do y'all do up here, the clam bakes? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like <laughs> Louisiana-style bagged, overly, crawfish bowl. overly spiced bowl. crawfish bowl. boil. You got Not crawfish. boil. Yeah. 
bowl. Right. You get crawdads. You get potatoes, uh, uh, corn, uh, shrimp. You know, you whatever see, you want. You ever see the show The League? Yes, I have seen a man. lot of it though. No. <laughs> I, I watched about 15 minutes and I turned it off. It's too cringy. It is, oh, it is come kind of, on. It's garbage. It's, it's actually a fantastic show. I can't anyway, it. it is so fantastic. It's, it's worse than The Office. Has anyone? Ooh. It's every, it's, every, it's every guy's like college group of friends like in a fantasy football league together. Too cringy. Makes me is it, die. Dan? Makes me um, does anybody well, have thoughts nobody, on Not everybody's boils? an HLB like you. <laughs> yeah, true. I am neutral. I don't love neutral. them. I don't hate them. So you're hold. Okay. I, I want to do, do a crawfish boil. I do love. So I, Dan seems. Dan well, seems. I mean, yeah. Like I, I would go to one. I guess I'm slightly pro. I'd go to one. Next I, but fall, I, I wouldn't like be like, damn, I need one. Have right? you been to one? Like a real one? No. Next I've been, fall, I've, I want to do. You got to take him to Boiler Sixty Five. I've been to like a touristy joint in New Orleans, but not like a real. Like, oh, at least you're in New Orleans. I was in New Orleans, Orleans. yeah. So New Orleans, New Orleans. It was like real deal in terms of southern, <laughs> it's but like not it wasn't. New Orleans. It's New Orleans. N apostrophe. A W L I N S. I'm not from. Nolans. I'm not from Get some crawfish in a New Orleans. <laughs> but a lot of Houston people are very are big fans. What's of New that Amber Lynn song about? Uh, oh, uh, and I finally found. A, yeah, but what's yeah, the name remember. of the song? Something Orleans. Oh, Something. Uh, yeah. Yep. I know I'll what you're talking it. about. It's a talking. good song. All right, the final one. He says, "Sell." I cannot agree more. Brussels sprouts. He Wrong. Says, no. Seriously, Wrong. what is up with Brussels? They're delightful. You have to cook them correctly, you, and they're yes. fantastic. See, maybe I haven't had them correctly. If you if you broil them in an oven and they get all crispy, crispy. and yes. and you you like uh, um, olive oil, garlic, okay, it's red ve- pepper, very good. I mean, I guess like, have to like have they them. get such a because of the name, and people say they smell funny. They're just little cabbages. Yeah, if you boil, I've it had or it. Steam I've it, had some gonna have pleasant, a bad time. I have had some pleasant Brussels sprout experiences. Like, like most vegetables, you have to add the flavor to it. Like like yeah. broccoli, you have you can't <clears throat> eating broccoli just like yeah, like if you take if you take a rough. frozen bag of broccoli and put it in boiling water for thirty seconds uh, and then just put it on a plate and eat it. It's Look, like, I know stereotypes I are not always the nicest thing or most PC or whatever, but I got to be really honest here. I love you to death, Jennifer. She cooks like the most basic white girl, and it is exhausting <laughs> oh. to be around. I'll come home and like in the place we just, we just smells gotta... like farts, and I'm like, oh, guess who was microwaving broccoli again, <laughs> putting literally not even so much as salt on it. It is in. I'm like when she's standing when she's lady. standing at the stove, and you just need to be standing right behind oh, her. And when like she looks when she looks left, seasonings. grab the salt from the right and just toss it in there. She's like, oh, like, I'm really glad you know how to cook. And I'm like, I really am not that great of a cook. I just I don't know actually so use more than like that a, makes two three. Of Grains of salt being the head cooks of holy crap, naive Orleans. <laughs> it is naive Orleans. That was unreal. A good song, by the way. Great song. If you like Amberlynn, it's, it's on the first album. Anger. All right, that's it for that. That was a fun discussion. I like that. Was that. Great. All right, we have two more. They're going to be a little quicker. Uh, we'll burn yeah, I think, through them. I think we have this is going to be. Uh, yeah, we can scratch the top five. <laughs> yeah, we're going on forty-five. We can say we can save the top five for next week. It's there still relevant. All right. So real, real quick, I just thought it was so funny. Jason Derulo fights two guys that mistook him for Usher at the Aria, <laughs> at the at the Aria in Las Vegas. It's a really funny video. Look it up. TMZ, TMZ has the exclusive video. So it literally Jason is. Jason Derulo. Literally, he's walking right with his bodyguard. This is the best part. His bodyguard is massive, right? And two guys go by and they say, hey, F you, Usher, or something like that. And he instantly sees Red, turns around, and the, like, the bodyguard, bodyguard cannot grab him or catch him in time. And he just runs over there. It's this huge scuffle. The one guy gets away. But then he, 
Like he gets away again and then decks the one guy. Oh. Like I was like impressed. I was like, okay, Jason. All right. <laughs> I was like, I, okay. I, it's really I, funny. I, um, all, just and apparently idea. he slapped the other guy <laughs> off camera. It wasn't caught on camera, but apparently he slapped he's probably the shit to, he's out gonna, of the other I guy. hope he got hit like satisf- like satisfaction on that because he's going to have to pay a pretty penny. <laughs> yeah, but like, he's... Who, like Jason Derulo. Right, like, like if I was the, trying to find it to play oh, it, but... Oh, Jason If I'm the guy that like did that... So apparently they punched by Jason Derulo. You better believe I'm going to be the pettiest, so, pettiest asshole. Like, guess who's going to court, bitch? So I think that's <laughs> going to happen because they didn't yeah. press. So they didn't press charges, but they have a year to sue if they want to or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, another random funny thing. This happened just outside the Aria in Las Vegas, and apparently he was charged with trespassing. I don't know how that works. Who was Derulo? Derulo. I, I guess he wasn't staying there. I don't know what he was doing there, but I guess he must have been on some kind of private. Anyways, yeah. how funny! I, I'm sorry. I just thought it was so funny. I mean, like I understand. Someone, like, I saw a video online where, like, yeah, yeah that, I saw a video just... online where that was playing in the background, and I, I <laughs> lost it. It's... Like I understand being annoyed that you're like mistaken for somebody else, but the, probably, to the point, probably, he's probably drunk and high, right? Probably. But like to the point of swinging on somebody. Like, hey, you suck, hey, Usher. If you're Jason Derulo, <laughs> you can do what you want, I guess. But yeah. um, if you can sing your name really well in every yes. every song that you sing, by who the way. says their own name more, him or DJ Khaled? Oh God! Oh, DJ Khaled. Are you sure? I don't know. Actually. I don't know. <laughs> they they both. I think they do it the same amount. They probably do. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard a Jason Derulo song where he doesn't sing his name. And I don't yeah. think I've definitely never whoever heard has DJ. more songs. Yeah. that's who sings yeah, that, it more because yeah, they true. sing it in every one. Jason Derulo definitely has more number one hits. I know that than than Khaled. Oh, that was so great. You, uh, you didn't even have to say the story. You could just, you say, just, yeah, you yeah, just yeah, say Jason yeah. Derulo swung on somebody for calling him Usher. <laughs> I laughed way harder than I thought I would have done. That I'm was, telling you, it's, it's a great. It's, look it up. TMZ has the exclusive. Oh, video you better believe I'm gonna find it later. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, so that's that. Uh, real quick, I, I don't, I, I, we've have more content than we need. I'll just say this real quick. I was very impressed that Trey Young had 56 points and 14 assists. <laughs> I haven't heard of a stat line like that in a long time. And they lost. They did lose, but I haven't heard of a stat line like that in a long time. That's that was impressive. Yeah. And apparently, I'm good. Apparently, he um, scored or assisted. He was responsible for contributing to 86 points in the game. Jeez, so that's pretty impressive. Well, that, I mean, that makes. I mean, four, yeah, because 56, yeah. 14. Yeah. So it's at least. I have. Uh, I have this. De- sorry, I cut you off, but I have this debate with a uh, buddy of mine all the time. Right now, if you're starting a team. And your options are Trey Young or Luka Doncic. Ooh. Who are you starting with? It's so tough because they traded for each other, didn't I they? Because he and I have like disagreed <sighs> back and forth. And I typically I'm Team Luka and he's Team Trey, and we both like. And well, appreciate right both. off the, right off the bat, I'm Team Trey, but there's hmm. here's my thing. I don't know, and it this might like this Luka might be early. unfair to Trey, but to me. He's always going to be compared to Steph Curry, and he's never going to be as good. Are you sure? Are you sure? I, I don't think Trey Young's. Ever I don't think. Win I don't think, nah, right. gonna, I don't think anybody's right. ever going to be Steph Curry again. Yeah, that's true too. Maybe not ever again, but at least they right do. Now. They both throw up the most random threes, and they go in sometimes. And you're just like, Why? I mean, yeah, Trey has like, potential to hit absurd shots. You're not wrong, but I yeah, he for, did it. He did it against the Cavs the other night. I, know. I guess the question is, is he going to break the three point record or no. whatever? Probably not. No, right. I mean, because Steph's Steph just broke it. Yeah, right. That's what he broke, right? Recently. Yeah. Uh, here, the thing, the thing is, 
And he's going to play for years. Trey, Trey doesn't – he doesn't shoot the volume of threes that Steph does. Like, he still True. shoots a lot. True. Steph, sh- Steph shoots the most threes absurdly out of anybody yeah. in NBA history. To the point where his numbers are, like, skewed yeah, this Steph, year. I mean, Steph, Steph just broke the record this year, and he's going to play another five years. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. maybe not – maybe not – Maybe for another three years at this at, at this level, level. Or, yeah. but then he'll keep keep going. I mean, it's like lo- what LeBron's I'll say this doing. on paper. On paper, I'm going with Luca because of his size, but Trey Young's numbers add up. So I don't know. No, there. I don't think you go wrong either way. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know I the just think I, I think this is a fun debate. We, he, and yeah. I, he and I go back and forth. I think Luca yeah. is a little bit more rounded. Maybe no. They use this term in in NBA circles a lot. I don't understand what it means. He to me, he's more of a unicorn. Like he does, like okay. like he's a point yeah. guard, but he does so many other. Like he can he can go down yeah. the post on you because he's six eight. Um, because he's bigger than people realize. He's not like he average, he's not like a six yeah. three six four he's guy. He's a big like, dude. He's a Luca, guy. Luca to me can score in more different ways than Trey can. Trey might be a little Trey bit more prolific better. behind the three point line. He's quicker, obviously. Is he going to hold up because he's a smaller guy? Like you know, yeah. It, once maybe it could be once Trey gets that. And maybe he never will, but or maybe he lasts longer as he's a small guy. But once when he being big. when he gets that one injury, will that kind of derail him? I mean, we've seen that with other small guys. It almost happened with Steph with his ankles. True, Steph's career almost never got started because of his ankles. His first couple years with the Warriors, he was ankle injuries all the time. Like he still, if you watch Steph Curry play, he has the biggest wonkiest ankle braces you've ever seen on. And it's because if he didn't wear them, he probably wouldn't be able to play. Fall over. Mm-hmm. Steph's ankles are gone. They were gone early in his career, yeah, too, if you saying. remember. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying, his career yeah. never it may, may fact, have never I remember off. when he started, I remember thinking, ooh, he's kind of a bust. Because his first few years, that that's why he never had he was never paid a lot until recently. Because yeah. they never had to give him a big contract because he wasn't performing. Yeah, he never got beginning. his he never got his real yeah. big contract until after they won like their second title. Yeah. Right, one more sidebar, because you said bust, and I've been having Uh-oh. this conversation. How how much longer until Zion's considered a bust? Oh, because I feel like we're <sighs> we're we're flirting dangerously. Close he's to like Greg Oden territory. I said that from he's day like, one. He Zion is like Sean Kemp without ever having the spectacular first like five years of his career. Yeah, Sean Kemp like once he got to Cleveland just ate himself out of the league. Yeah, and I feel like that's what's happening with Zion. Yeah, I mean. I, I'm not rooting against the kid. I I liked him. I, and a lot of people, a lot of people said that when he was in college, like he's not going to be able to, like, the athleticism is only going to take you so far. If you can't maintain a uh, suitable weight, especially in the NBA, like especially your size, you talk about hips and knees and yeah. ankles, like they got to be screaming. Right. And like he's hardest working knees in the league, right? And he's like incredibly <laughs> athletic, but he's not like Smelt. he's well, no, he's not. Like tall, like he's six right. five, six six. The only reason why he has these incredible dunks because he can jump out of the gym when he's not three hundred pounds. Yeah. And even even if he's like two seventy, like he's getting himself hurt. He hasn't even played a minute this year. I don't know that's what I'm saying. And he might not play at all. I'm rooting for the kid. Crazy. We're we're flirting. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Sean Kemp. I hear you, but like he's right now. You know, he's not overweight. He's Greg Oden. Evan Mobley. Yeah. He probably needs to beef up a bit. He does. Yeah, he probably. Yeah, exactly. If anything, he's he going the other way. Dude, that for, that highlight that they they uh, that they showed on Twitter, his first shot of the game the other night, the fadeaway. Oh my God! I thought it was Durant. 
Like mm-hmm. young, like young Durant. Yeah. Like not, yeah, yeah, yeah. not saying he's no, thirty points again. I'm like, holy crap! Oh, it looked like Durant. Yeah, yeah. No, these. I don't think he's, he's going good. to be a Durant style of player. Like, like I don't think he's ever going to have the handles to be up top and on the three point line and you know directing traffic. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Kevin Durant does. But mm-hmm. his mid range game, his turnaround post game, his po- his actual post game on the block is going to be insane. Yeah, like, this kid's going to be a superstar. Yes. It's crazy. It's been fun. Yeah. It's no, been a fun you're start not. His career. You're like not he wrong. started off, he started off the first like ten games of his career, twelve, fifteen points, whatever. He's now scoring in the twenties regularly, and for a for a for for predominantly a post player, like he's not jacking up threes and getting twenty points in like ten shots. Like he's just dominating. Yeah. Inside the paint and inside the three point uh, line. Cavs have been fun, man. They've stumbled a little bit recently. But um, that that's because injuries and COVID. In, injuries and COVID. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, like when Evan Mobley got hurt. And then Garland for a he while. He missed four games. They they lost all of them. Yep. Garland went into health and safety protocols. He missed uh, three games or four games. They went one and three. So they have 16 losses. Seven of them are when those two players don't play. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about the Cavs. They, they've closed the talent gap with the rest of – the NBA and some of the upper echelon teams. Just the problem is the they have no depth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one guy gets hurt in the starting lineup and they're in trouble. When point guard Ricky Rubio goes down. Well, now we've post. got now we've got playoff Rondo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which which I'll tell you this, even more so than actually getting Rondo the player, the fact that Rubio goes down and they're like, oh, "Okay, well we're ahead of where we wanted to be this year anyway, so let's kind of Let's let the young guys continue to develop, and if we start Not losing coasting. games, that's okay. They went the next day and went and traded for Rajon Rondo. That tells me that the front office, the ownership, and the team believes that they Nobody's can make around. a lot of noise this year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Which is incredibly exciting because you know the At season started. Trying. The season, yeah, the season started, and it started really well. And you're thinking, oh, this is great. They're fun. You know, how long is this going to last? Exactly. Because just, because his team only won like 19 games last year, they started 10 and 11 last year, and then they just completely fell off the wagon. This team has staying power, as long as they stay healthy. I'm, and healthy is a relative term because we're still doing this, even though we lost Colin Sexton for the year, we lost Ricky Rubio for the right. year. Two of our guards, and then a bunch of Isaac Okoro now is on. out for about a month with an elbow injury. Yeah, Okoro goes down again. But for the most part, they've had guys step up, and now we've got Rondo. So who knows? You know, Rondo can sometimes be known as a as a little bit of a malcontent when things aren't going his way and like the team's not winning. But from everything that's been quoted from him since the trade, he he seems like he's he's really excited to come in and play. And we all know how impactful Rondo can be once it's playoff time. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like I I can't stand the guy. I'll be real honest. But that's a smart pickup for you guys when Rubio went down. Yeah, like, yeah. no doubt about it. Like yeah. at all. Yeah, well, I, just, I just love the um, the sense of urgency that they have yes well like you say it, it just it highlights the that the mentality is in an aggressive and competitive place right as opposed to well we kind of expected to suck again this year anyways we're ahead of schedule so let's just let some guys play and develop and whatever yeah um it's just it's way more yeah it's just it's just that it's way more competitive and it's got a better feel to the mindset um and I tell you what, that actually. So Rondo coming from LA, this this speaks kind of. Here's here's a segue for you. You wanted to talk a little bit about some of the uh, Twitter rumblings and rumors and oh the 
the considerations regarding um, this is kind of this is kind of uh, <laughs> quieted down. Yeah, it, but it was, it was hopping for a while. We we didn't get to it in weeks past, but uh, with LeBron potentially uh, being a Cavalier, yay or nay, and this got the the Cavs Twitter and Cleveland Twitter all riled up. I, 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 would you want him back? Yes or no? I can't. I, <laughs> I know no, you have no. you have thoughts on the matter. No, I want to win it without him. Shut up. I want to win one period. We've won one championship in about sixty years. Yeah, I don't care who it's with. I really don't. I I will. The only aspect of this debate that I understood is I for it would never happen. There, the, the Lakers would never trade him to the Cavs. Let's get that straight. No, first of all, unless I mean, unless he said I don't want to be in LA anymore. Wow, but Which that, is not that would have to be his decision. Yeah, but. Right. Uh, the idea, I guess, was what if in a year from now he's a free agent or some. Twenty twenty three is uh, uh, when Bronny is draft eligible. Any, any, so he so any. here's a, here, so he signed an original. He signed a four year contract with with L A. This is the fourth year. He then after last year he signed a two year extension on top of that. Oh, okay, but okay. the second year is a player option, mm-hmm. which LeBron's never taken a player option in his. Because he knows there's more money to make, and to give right. him the flexibility. Right, and and LeBron is going to sign one-year contracts for the rest of his career because wherever, wherever Bronny gets drafted, like like Bronny could get drafted the Memphis Grizzlies, LeBron's going to play a year in Memphis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm all You're for right. it. Yeah, I think it'd be great. I don't. I I would prefer it to be Cleveland. Oh, good. But I don't Sorry, care. I'm watching it. It's under a minute left. Cavs are down two. I'm watching that game. Right <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the Grizzlies, um, ah. yeah. That's like one of my. That's like my other team. For no reason, after the Cavs, it's I because you like Mobley. It's because you like Ja Morant. Tie ball game. There you go. Because yeah. you like ja, Morant, ja, fellow. Hey, Ja Morant. Ja Why did I say? Why did I say it like that? <laughs> I don't know. He's very Frenchy French. Ja Morant. Ja Morant. Ja Morant. 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 No, I'm Morant. definitely a big time Ja Morant. You know what I need? Apparently, <laughs> I said it. Damn it! <laughs> apparently, <laughs> like, like incepted me. It's in my brain. Apparently, there was a, ja a, a Cleveland man. guy, a Medina kid, who was pulled up from the G League. Really? And he's on the. I don't know if he played today, but he was for who? Uh, Grizzlies. Oh. Get the heck out. I Get forgot his out. name. Let me look it up. Um, I you know what I need? I need a Grizzlies throwback. I need the Vancouver Grizzlies uh, John yeah. Morant jersey. <laughs> Here you go. That's what I need. So anyway, um, sorry sidebar. Yeah, I I don't love the hypocrisy. One it, million it, percent. I would take LeBron in a effing heartbeat. Of yeah. course. So like, That's the normal it goes back to, to what Jordan was saying. Real quick, I just want to get this out. Sorry, John Teske. I've never heard of him. Never. He yeah. uh yeah I don't mean he's not like. A huge player, but hey, um, I, I mean a local kid in the NBA. That's cool. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. Um, yeah. The the logistics of it actually happening theoretically this year, never gonna happen. One, Not even this year. I'm talking about when he's a free agent. Yeah. One in a billion. I, it, Just like, bring him back. I mean, because in if two, he wanted to come back, in, I'd say come back absolutely. In two years, the Cavs are going to be way more developed. More than likely, if they keep this core together, they're going to be a powerhouse in the East. Yeah. In be, two years, be a top four seed. Sure. And you put LeBron, and and all these people are saying like, oh, I, I don't want LeBron because he's good. It's just going to be dribble, 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 ISO ball. You know, we have good rhythm now. You really think LeBron at thirty nine years old is going to want to be dribbling the ball around all the time? Right. Like, oh, he doesn't even want to do it with the Lakers right now. He's having to do it because they're horrible, yeah. and they would be have like four wins without him. Yeah. Did you guys see that layup by Russell Westbrook the other night? I did not. 
Let me guess. I don't know if something. the ball slipped out of his hand. Let hands. me guess it was something stupid. He went up for a layup, and it almost went over the backboard. <laughs> He's an idiot. The other thing I keep hearing is, oh, LeBron's washed up, blah, blah, blah. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> he scored He scored over 30 points in, like, his last 14 games. He's I, right. averaging, right. like, 29-7-6. and six. If yeah. that's washed up, he's by far and away the greatest I, basketball I player get, of all time. I get that he's not putting up number or putting up doing things like he did when he was with the Heat and yeah. early ca- second stunt yeah, with the Yeah, he's not Cavs. throwing it off the backboard but, yeah. and catching it himself right. and dunking but it in like, every possession. No, he's not washed up. That's no. <laughs> no. It's the most ridiculous. And, and even if he's he was. still He is definitely, I'll say this, he's for sure slowing down. But oh, it doesn't matter because he can still he's ball still out. still right. by far and away the scariest man to play in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, I don't even and Giannis is getting close. Even and if he Durant, is if he's healthy, up. is close. But it's still LeBron. Even if he is, I don't care because LeBron washed is still better than almost all of the league. And mm-hmm. with this team we're building, we don't need prime LeBron. Right. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. I think of your. That's the whole point you're trying to say, right? Like, look like, at it, look yeah. at. And I'm yeah. not saying LeBron's going to come back here and come off the bench, but look at what Kevin Love is doing this year in a reduced role. Right. You're maximizing his output. And I have to, oh, another I got, quote washed out player. Yeah. yeah. And I and look. He, I was brutal on Kevin last year. I oh, I will own that completely. Well, we all. I, he kind of deserved it. Last yeah. Year. His attitude was not the he best. Pouted, and, his, yeah. and his play was not there when he even played at all. Blah blah blah. But dude. A thousand percent turnaround, and kudos to him. I credit where it's due. He's playing twenty minutes a game, averaging fifteen points, eight rebounds, and shooting forty five percent from three. He's finally like playing he, like, like he could get like like if he's traded. if he's not in the three. I wouldn't trade Kevin Love for. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm saying is, well, like, right, yeah. Before we somebody were like, would oh, pro- we want to yeah. trade him, in, but nobody would. Yeah. Now I'm saying, not that we should do it, but I'm saying he'd be finally. He's finally worth something. Yeah, the game's over. We lost. One hundred eight, one hundred four, with twenty seconds left. Yeah, eh, rough, rough skid. But you know, injuries and all that jazz. Oh, well, they won the other night. Yeah, true. So, but uh, yeah, it's just. There's I mean, a debate I want to have with you guys. If Kevin Love's not oh, in the three God. point contest oh, this no, year, it's, it's, it's a, not, it's, it's, not a bad it's debate. utter robbery. <clears throat> You'll like yeah. this. Don't know why I put gum in my mouth when I was about to talk. <laughs> um, you know, you're recording a podcast, right? Yes. Right? Yes. Um, so anyhow, uh, comes lip smacking Jordan Ryan Brown. We're having a discussion. Are the Cavs more than just a playoff team? Could they could like would it be crazy to think of them winning their first round, right? Like I think they can. I absolutely could. First see round, them. yeah, depending on I the matchup. I could see them winning the first round. They're, they Like could, what do you think the ceiling is for this Cavs team? If you could if you could take a if you could I could make see a, them being like the Hawks were last year. Yeah. But the only thing is like they don't have a like Darius Garland's great. He's not Trey Young. At least not Correct. Not yet. Correct. He's still twenty years old. But I'm saying like they don't have like like okay. Trey Young would take over games by himself. Right. Right. In the play- I don't think we don't have don't, that like, guy. Yet. Evan Mobley's going to maybe turn into that guy. Right. I'm not putting that on that kid. No, not year. in his rookie year. No. So that's why it would have to be the matchup. Like if like if we so go like, up, if you guys like get like a, a like if things work out crazy <sighs> good and you're like the third or fourth seed and yeah. you just play like a garbage like you know barely yeah. made it in the playoffs. Like team. who's yeah, but I mean, like if we if we have to go up like against like the Bucks in the first round, well, like, okay, yes. yeah, I mean, yeah. Or, the, I, I or, think... or even or even the I I call me crazy. I actually think the Bulls have a legit chance to win the title this year. I don't know about the title, but they're definitely they're the number one seed in the East right now. I could see them making the Eastern Conference wow, Finals. They're the Absolutely, one. they're twenty five and ten. Yeah, they do have a good. If you look at the players they have, they're they're not stronger bad. than you think. <laughs> yeah. Levine. Lonzo Ball, who Demar Derozan, he's Demar Derozan is like playing uh, at MVP level. The, Vucevic, the bald guy, <laughs> who's the bald guy? Uh, what's his name? Played oh, with the Caruso. Lakers. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't white don't lightning. Under, don't don't he's underestimate like, Caruso. He's, a, he's an athletic Delvadova. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, Chicago's playing well. No, I realistically, I see us like making the playoffs as like a 6-7-8 so like, seed, so but like, I, I think we're one and done. So, like, if we were matched up against, like, a Washington or a Charlotte, like, yeah, we probably wouldn't win a first-round series. But if we got if we got matched up with – I mean, even right now we have a better record than the Sixers, but I think if we had, if we played the Sixers in the first round, they'd beat us because Embiid – Seven great – yeah, seven-game series, they would we, take over. Like, we, we have the biggest roster in the NBA, but Embiid is just Side another note. level. Because uh, I had to watch him just absolutely annihilate the Rockets last night. Is Embiid <laughs> an MVP candidate? I don't think he'll win it, but I think he's in the conversation. Depends. Depends on the. Uh, I don't the, like him, but the I, Sixers are are like a 500 team right now. I don't think you can give the MVP. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't know if the team some. Oh, I see what you're saying. I just. I. See what I you're saying. Yeah, but here's the thing. I I know what you're saying. I will say that's that how it usually goes. I love I just, Embiid. So this I hate, does, Embiid is like a top five talent most. I'm a, talented I'm a little player. I'm a little biased because I love Embiid. Like I'm see, a and huge I, and I don't fan. like him. Which he's, is a funny. he's a goofball. I hate the 76ers, but he's I love Embiid. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely a goofball. But I love. Well, like, I think I, you you like him because he he kind of reminds you a little bit of like Olajuwon. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because there hasn't Isn't been he from like, the same country. Actually, I don't. Nigeria. I don't know. I know. I don't know which. Oh, well, now while you're talking, I'm going to look it up while you're talking. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, obviously, Embiid is more like skilled with like his dribbling and three point shooting than. No, he's Cameroonian. Okay. Um, but he is from Africa, so that yeah. is. I mean, speaking of Cameroon, I got to give a shout out to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is that is it. Cameroon is a country in Africa. Everyone. I got to give a shout out to uh, to Steve and his wife Iren. They uh, oh yeah gave birth uh, right. yesterday. Congratulations, right, yeah. guys! Little baby Scarlet. Scarlet. That's exciting. Sounds like everyone's uh, wait. Is they doing well? Did they post it on Instagram or anything? Not yet. Or not yet? Not yet. So maybe it wasn't good that I just. said Maybe that. we just. Well, he, he no, talked, no no I'm asking because I just he talked he talked about it on the post game. Oh yeah he he talked. Well, he didn't say he it. had to have because Teresa told me that he had a baby. So the only way she would have known that is if she saw it on social media. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, she doesn't text regularly text us. Stefano and uh, yeah, Irene. That's fair. At any rate, congratulations, guys. We're yes, happy for congratulations. you. Glad everyone's doing. When did uh, she tell you that today? Yesterday. Oh. Um. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Cavs are exciting. Um. Obviously. A lot of fun to watch. They're actually serious, which is nice. And uh, we'll see. They can make more moves. Um, That's another thing. That's another thing, you know? Yeah. They absolutely could make another trade or two and yeah. be like, uh-oh, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, the Lori marketing thing is not really working out. I mean, the guy can't hit a jump shot right now. He's like four for his last 40 from three. It's really bad. Yeah, I remember he started really hot. And I was like, "Oh wow, he's shooting even better from pre than we thought." He's and not then, like, he's not like, like, trash bag, but you'd but like you him know, to hit some more shots. Four for forty is, I would say, <laughs> not great. Yeah, it's not a good sample size. Ten <laughs> percent, not my favorite number. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Cavs are you know weathering some storms. You know, a little bit uh, you know more heavy in the loss category these days. But again, we they've gone through some stuff. Um, <coughs> but they've they've got. They've got playoffs written all over them, and yeah, depending on the matchup, they got a shot. Uh, it's surprising some folks, but it's exciting to see a core that's legitimately been built that's so young that we know it's going to be intact for at least a couple years. That's the exciting part. Yeah. And then you throw in a random free agent here and there. If all of a sudden we become a mild destination, 
could be a sleeper for an Eastern Conference final type of team in the next two, three years, which is, is kind of cool. It's just exciting to see him relevant and fighting. Yeah, and as much sure. as I would love to see him come back to Cleveland, it's exciting that we're relevant regardless of where LeBron is. Because I look at it this way. Like, this is really cool and exciting what's going on with the Cavs because look at teams like the Timberwolves or the Kings or even the Pacers to a certain degree. Like, teams that have just been year after year, they're just, Detroit. You know, they're getting, yeah, Detroit. They're getting there. They're almost there. You know, it One could more be, year in the lottery. And it's like... For you guys to have assembled this team, and it's truly organic, and it's truly like they just picked good players in the drafts yeah. to be at a spot where you're at right now, and who knows what the ceiling is? I don't know. They made but, they made some really um, some really good trades as well, like the Jared yeah. Allen trade. Yeah, the Jared Allen um, yeah. exactly. the trade for Rubio, which yeah. you know until he got hurt, which was... everyone clowned that. By yeah, the way, myself oh, I, included. I'm like, what I, the hell does when that? When I have? saw Rubio, I was like, I'm like okay, wait, what? like yeah. what is this nine? What is this 2015? I, yeah. I was well, like, okay. I thought we were just okay. going to cut him. I thought it was straight salary moves. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. literally for the sake and, of getting a trade. And a bunch of people in the media had to make that. They had to actually like report that and make that clear that. The Cavs don't intend – they're keeping Rubio. They don't intend to cut him because I think that was the assumption. Right. Um, but, no, we got we got playoff – We hit, first we had Olympic Rubio, and now we've got playoff Rondo. Playoff Rondo. Baby. We still need another guard, though. Sexton's yeah. out. Okoro's out. Rondo's. Hey, you guys want John Wall? No. no. You don't? Is it because of the salary or you just don't want John Wall? Salary. I just don't want John Wall. Oh. Oh, so think, you're a salary guy. John Wall's washed. I mean, I yeah, agree. you want him or Pangos? <laughs> Stop it. Stop well, anyhow, it. for the low price. He just pri- made a face. For the, Stop for the low it. Price. Well, I'm not bringing John Wall in to be my third point guard. So That's what I'm I, saying. Let's send them Pangos for No, 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 no. For the low price of $44 million, So would you have you rather have would you rather have John <sighs> would you rather have John Wall or, or Rondo? Well, on paper Rondo. I would That's say fair. That's fair. on paper I would say John Wall, but for the contract Rondo. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. See, I think – see, John Wall has proven nothing in the playoffs ever. And eh, he's had a few moments. The Wizards have been – were perennial underachievers. No, um, no doubt. But, like yeah. – Rondo's a four-time – and, and, and I'm not and – No, you're right. Rondo has proven himself. And I'm not saying Rondo – I'm, I'm not saying Rondo's still in his prime. I, 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 and I don't think Wall's in his prime anymore either. Right, but right. Rondo's a four-time All-Star, himself. and he's won multiple championships. He's proven himself to be a guy – who can make baskets in really important moments? Yeah, or yeah. just plays. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Like I, I I'm not. I, I would never. Even in his prime, I wouldn't trust John Wall to run an offense in a playoff series. I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, I guess I haven't. He's maybe won one series, I think, in the playoffs his entire career, and that was when they had Paul Pierce, where Paul Pierce hit that ridiculous bank shot. I forgot about that. Yeah, but that that was a that was a for the Wizards that was a pretty stacked team. Remember that time he crapped his pants and had to get carried off the court. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I hate Paul Pierce. I hate him so much. Oh, I, what a bump. I is this I a, could okay. not agree with you is more. Is this a Cleveland thing? Because huh? is this a Cleveland thing to hate Paul Pierce? Because I've noticed everyone in Cleveland he's a despises him. Well, I mean, we had a huge rivalry with the with Okay, the so it is a, so it yeah. is a Cleveland. Cuz like no, from, I understand from, I understand the rivalry, but from, like from LeBron 1.0. Well, and but like do you guys hate Kevin Garnett? No. Okay, no. that's what I'm saying. No. So like but it's Paul deeper Pier- than Paul, just the rivalry. Paul Pierce Paul Pierce vocally hates LeBron. That is true, and yeah. LeBron is our guy. Yeah, he's yeah he's so like exactly. yeah by de facto we're going to hate Paul Pierce, and also I think while I think he was a great basketball player, I think he's wildly overrated. Yes, although you know it was he was one fun. of those players when, that would just do things, and you're like, how? 
That's true. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, I, and well, look, because, I'm not because, saying like, he was a scrub. No. But I don't think he was everything everyone made him out to be. And I also love that Correct. the Cavs ruined his jersey night. Yeah. That was spectacular. <laughs> I see that. Yes. I, that's, I, I see that. I adore that. I see that. That is a very funny. I see that highlight video on Twitter all the time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I. That's a very. Per- that is a very funny thing for sure. <laughs> and it and and it's really it's like like for me like the difference between him and Garnett is, like yeah Garnett played for the Celtics for a few years but I think Garnett more of his Minnesota days. That's true. Like That's Paul true. Pierce is a Boston athlete, and it's hard for me to like any Boston athlete. Also agree. Also true. I get that. So. I get that. I, you know. He also is an absolute goofball. <laughs> like, His takes are insane. He got fired from ESPN because he posted an Instagram live of him with a bunch of strippers. <laughs> I heard someone tell me, don't know if it's true. I heard someone tell me he did that on purpose because he wanted to get out of his contract. Maybe. But that's also a goofball move. That's yeah. That's I mean, it's, that I wouldn't put anything. it past him. Yeah. That does not a, change. That's kind of a stupid, <laughs> cowardly way. I mean, out, he doesn't need. I mean, yeah, it, he doesn't need the day. money. He's got fu money. So yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. But yeah, Anyhow. okay. Um, do we? Hit? Hey, did you hear that the? You know, you don't have to do it, Dan. Do we what? got we we have we have the we need we have the responsibility to at least touch on it. All right, before we do that, let me get this one thing out. Washington uh, football team has an announcement Ooh. that they have an announcement. In fact, <laughs> they made an announcement today that in early February they'll be making an announcement. Yeah. Hey, they hey, have a team name. Hey, in four weeks we're going to tell you something. Hey, in a month you're going to hear some cool info. Are they going to get rid of Dan Snyder? Is that what no? Gosh, no, no. They, they, they. So yeah, the football, the football team, which is an insult to owners, other, don't to, fire to real themselves. football Big, teams. Biggest real quick before before you, I just have. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. To <laughs> I'm offended. Biggest pass of all time by the way or, or we give them the biggest pass right do, do people forget that damning report that came out about all the sexual assault oh, issues no that's came? john gruden was sacrificed on the altar of public opinion yeah. you the know nfl what, did know not john, want that getting out you know what no. john gruden didn't do <laughs> basically force cheerleaders to have sex with executives right I, i'm not i'm not allegedly allegedly i'm not saying Strong i'm a john gruden fan i'm not saying he's yeah. a good no dude, i think john gruden also sucks i don't remember reading he's not that the only one who's the dirty john gruden reports you know no. I, yeah, that's no, all he, i'm gonna say no you're that's telling me that they he they, was 100 percent a scapegoat and he's now suing <laughs> the nfl because yeah. of it and, yeah. and frankly as much as i don't even really care for gruden i hope that he does just bend the nfl over the table yeah I, that would be delightful specifically i'm sure the nfl just be like here's 50 million Dollars go away. Yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, he got fired what three or four years into that ten million ten year deal. So he's he's got he's already got stupid money. Yeah. Unless yeah. they did they fire him for cause? Meaning they can't they don't have to pay uh, him. I don't know because that that would be different. It do, doesn't know. matter anyway. Uh, he absolute scapegoat. It's clear as day what happened there. But yeah, out of like the tens of thousands of emails that were surveilled, uh, the only thing that happened was John Gruden. Was found to be a bit of a dirtball. Go figure. Like I- I'm sure he's not the only dirtball in the league. He will not be the last. Right. Um, yeah. But that 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 was a screw job for sure. Re- he sucks, but no, I he, he's not the only one that sucks. I just want to. I yeah. just want everybody to remember what Washington. No, football I, that, that's fair. Club. Did, that's fair. So. Yeah. Uh, so team. yeah, they've got a team name coming team, out yeah. in about a month. So cool. Cool. I'm sure that it'll be something similar to what happened with uh, the Guardians. I'm sure they're going to mess it up. A couple people will like it. A lot of people are going to hate it, and then a lot of people are going to scream about political correctness There's and yada so yada. There's so many good names they could do, and I'm sure they're not. They're going to do. I, 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 I hope I they keep this. their colors because they yeah, have the really good colors. Their color scheme colors is are good. Fant- their jerseys are great. Um, I want them to change very little. Uh, and I would feel absurdly confident saying that there's no way that it sucks more than Guardians. 
You mean the name or the logo? The combo. Because <laughs> I don't even hate the name Guardian. I hate the logo. The logo but whatever they do with their branding, I bet you it doesn't suck as much as ours. You know what's probably right. hilarious is if the big Guardian script above the scoreboard's not centered. Yeah. <laughs> like the like the yeah like, like the, the actual uh, graphic or logo may, thing or maybe it it'll fall off the scoreboard. You know what? Why not on brand? Okay. Um. <laughs> so we got to do it. I agree uh, with you. Dan. I don't. Wanna, so okay. Here's the thing. Browns. Uh. They poop their pants a lot. This uh, was the most excruciatingly bad season ever. I I. You might think I'm crazy. I had less fun this year than I did the 0 and 16 season. You know what? No, I don't think you're crazy. No, you're not crazy. I I think you're I think you're right. My thing is this. I I, I got into a disagreement with uh, a buddy of mine the other day about this. I think it hurts more when you have expectations and crap down your leg mm-hmm. than when you have no expectations. Oh, of course. And accidentally, occasionally do well or 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 just suck because but you expected to suck. It. The expect expectation is the root of all disappointment. We, it is, but I would still rather have the expectations. Oh, I agree, but it means that this hurts more. But when it yeah, in when year, it does in, go bad, in it's years I think past bouncing off of last year makes it worse. Though. This yes. feels like 2019 all over in again. In years past, if you told us we could have had seven or eight wins, we'd have been like hell yes, and we'd have been stoked. Because in years past, you were winning we were like two, three games. Dog so. shit. <laughs> we, and we had zero, one, no two, talent. three, four wins with very little talent and abysmal coaching leadership, whatever. Coming off of last year, with all of the expectations going into next year, we expected AFC title berth. We, we expected legitimately to win at least two games in the playoffs. Yep. And we're not even going to make it. Not even close. And we should – we have had so many – in a year when the Ravens were not the Ravens, when the Steelers were not the Steelers, when the Bengals were better than normal but still not world beaters, this was a year that the AFC North was a 1,000% up for grabs. Don't tell anybody else that about the and Bengals, we, by it, the way, because no, apparently look, anybody else, they're the greatest team no, in the NFL. Look, I like I like Joe Burrow more than you do, and I, I think the Bengals are on a trajectory that's going to lead them into a good direction. They're not world beaters. They're not, they're not that great yet. They're good, not great. They're where we were last year. They could easily fall right off a cliff. In fact, I don't even think they're – I don't think this year's Bengals team could beat last year's Browns team. I really don't. I think we were still better last year than they are this year. Huh. They but, couldn't beat this year's Browns team. Right. So – The Browns throttled them. Yeah. Got them. You. Um, <laughs> Got to keep my narrative going. I feel right, like yeah. the Bengals are going to win a playoff series. No, they won't. And no, that's won't. it. Our series. A playoff game. Here's the thing. And that's it. They might, but until they actually do it, I'm not believing it. I don't believe for a second they'll make the title game. No, no, but gosh, I, I. But what I'm, but like the Bengals, like because their offensive line is atrocious. I guess if and their the, defense is bad too. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. The thing about the Bengals is they've had this sort of success over the last like decade and a half. But they always choke it away. They've been to the playoffs five times. Choked it away to the Texans. Every they've time. never yeah. won a play. They. <laughs> I'm serious. Listen to this. Oh, no, I know. Listen to this. Even before last year. The Bengals had a bigger playoff wind drought than the Browns. So if you take You're right, because they didn't if you take they, they never won. The Bengals in the 2010s. haven't the Bengals yeah. haven't won a playoff game since like ninety one. Oh. They've been to the playoffs like six times. A lot more than the Browns. They but always they never won. lose. No. Always. I, and it doesn't matter. On the road, they've lost to the Steelers at home in the playoffs multiple times. They just whatever. And, like but at th- so at this point, like the wild card teams are still up in the air. 
The Chargers are likely going to be one of those wild card teams. Are you taking the Bengals over the Chargers? Did, 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 by the way, no. did, did you do you hear the the scenario about the Chargers and the Raiders? Yes. If, if they, the Chargers, they, yeah, I heard this. If the who, whatever team wins that game makes the playoffs. If they tie, they both get in. Well, that's only if the Jaguars beat the Colts. The both of them yeah, getting that in. Was, thing. That was it. If the which, okay. if the Jaguars beat the Colts, which is not going to happen. Are you Although, a, oh, you're a Jaguars guy, not Jaguars. You're a Jaguars. Jag, Jaguars. There's two ways to pronounce Jaguars. It. There's Jaguars and Jaguars. Jacksonville. Wait. Where's the I or the, the some, y? Some people, Where's the I or the no, Y? In some people name? say Jaguars. Wait, I know. As I've heard of Jaguars. Wait. I, I think it's Jaguars. You ever say a word so many times it doesn't sound like a word? It doesn't anymore. sound like real anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I did think you said Jaguars. The, Jackson, the first time wait, he did it, okay. yes. Yeah. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. Just Jaguars. Yeah. That's what it is. Jacksonville no, it's, Jaguars. It's, it's Jaguars. Jaguars. There's no I or Y in their name. What do you like? Ja- okay. It's, how like, did, it's how, like Mel Jaguar. No, you're, you're making out. No, you're making a U sound like an I or a jaguar. Y. They're a Jaguar. No. No. Yeah, this is like milk <laughs> versus milk. This is like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyways, whatever. Or docu- sorry, or, or I, I've interrupted you yeah, like ten the times. Artist, I'm sorry. Formerly known as Urban Meyer's team. <laughs> or <laughs> or in Jordan's case, documentary or documentary. Yeah, you do, yeah, documentary. Yes. Uh, at any rate, if if Jacksonville's football the, team, if the they beat the Colts, the Colts then, haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. Right. They've lost six straight years in Jacksonville. Right. Yeah, but How? Jacksonville is a dumpster fire right now. I don't now. know. That's embarrassing. Oh, I completely Col- agree. I think the Colts are the Colts are good, but as far as like long term playoff run, they're frauds. Like I, I don't. They are. Thank you. I, I don't believe in them for a second. So like for example, if the Bengals got matched up with the Colts in the playoffs, that's a game where I could see like the Bengals could end, end their playoff win drought. Nope. Legitimately. Nope. Over the they could. I, I don't think that. I, I, think I wouldn't bet it, it, but they could. Either way, even if I didn't believe it, I, I think I think I think Jonathan Taylor would run all over them. I mean, he would run their he would run like crazy, but I don't trust any defense to. To True. slow down the wide receiver group from, but I also, Cincy. I also think uh, Frank Reich would coach circles around uh, Zach. Ta- Zach um, Taylor is like the worst look, coach we, we've that been, ever has had a winning record. We we've been bitching about Kevin Stefanski of late, but holy that smokes. guy tried so hard to give that game away at the end against yeah. Zach Taylor. The, you the mean Chiefs. yeah, yeah, that was. He ch- he got bailed out by a bunch of penalties that Joe Burrow said in the post game press conference. He's like, yeah, we got some calls for sure. Yeah, happens. Yeah, absolutely got bailed out. Yeah, so it, you know, bringing it back to Cleveland. Um, by the way, by the way, hmm. as we're now getting into that into this Browns game, I'm actually so glad the Bengals won that game against the Chiefs because if the Bengals had lost and we still had hope and we put on that performance last night, so here's my question: Did the outcome of that Cincinnati Kansas City game change Kevin's approach and game planning? In your mind, because I I no, think he's yes. done this. He, no, because he's done the same thing all year. I, the game the game plan was they 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 essentially did the same thing in the in the Bengals game that they did against the Packers. What's the what was the difference? The dip the difference is maybe they gave Chubb the ball a little bit less. That's because well, that was my thing going into halftime. Chubb had what three or four touches? But he only had five against the Packers at halftime. True. I just I don't understand if you. Okay, knowing the outcome of that Cincinnati game, we're eliminated from playoff contention. Um, I, I just – if we were going to rest key guys, we should have just – like Baker should have had his surgery Monday morning then. Just cut the crap. Yeah. Now, the, the argument ar- was that Case didn't practice all week, and in my mind, 
Baker didn't practice or throw a football for two weeks, and they threw it 40 times in Green Bay. Thank you. That, that doesn't hold water to me. I completely agree. I, and, frankly, you had to plan in practice for two possible outcomes. Yeah. If we're alive, uh, playoff opportunities And they might have. We don't know. But we're not privy to practice. The media, again, I because still, of the pandemic, the media is not allowed to practice. Yeah. And I still go back to the fact that I don't care. Case Keenum is a top three highest paid backup quarterback in the league. You got this is that's the kind of opportunity where you make you make your money. See, like what if we were? I hear that all the time, but that doesn't mean he's actually a top three backup in the league. No, I understand that, but your coach brought him in for that reason. I think he got a bunch of money because he's buddies with the head coach. That's what I think, and I agree with that. But if that's the case, you still have to be able to go earn it. No, I, I I agree with you. I think, but I think Case Keenum's. I, I to be honest with you, they 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 told they told us all they needed to know. That when Baker got hurt, they didn't even think about putting Case Keenum in the game until the doctors told them no, Baker can't no, play I, for that be, for that Broncos game. I completely agree. I, I do. Everybody everybody but keeps saying him like everybody keeps saying like oh if Case Keenum would have played after week two and played the whole season, no. but we made the playoffs. No, our record would probably be the same or worse. Like if you look at seasons where Case Keenum, aside from that Minnesota season, which. Yeah, Kevin Stefanski was on that coaching staff, but he was like the tight ends coach or whatever. He wasn't yeah, like calling plays play or whatever. Color. So, if you like, like, like Case Keenum, most recently when he's gotten a starting opportunity for a whole season was in Washington. He was horrible. Case Keenum is a guy that can come in for one, two, you know, games, maybe win a game for you, okay. But if you have to rely on him for an entire, like, even a stretch of games, like six to eight games, you're going to lose most of those games. Yeah. The look. But I, 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 you and I have different opinions. I think, and cor- please correct me if I'm wrong. But based on like texting and Twitter reactions, mm-hmm. I, I, I actually didn't hate the play calling as much as I think you did. I hate full disclosure. The- well, full disclosure. Um, I needed Nick Chubb to score points for me to win my fantasy football championship right. last night, so you and had, it didn't happen. Yeah, you were all. Yeah, you had all. You had so out- to me, <laughs> Kevin Stefanski is on chopping. He's block. already on your list. Yeah. Um. I He's on the list of Jericho. I didn't hate necessarily some of the play calling because there were plays that, like, as they were drawn up and unfolded worked, they just didn't execute properly. Yeah, see, this is another thing that, that bothers me about, about Twitter. It's like they they like to focus in on, like, two to three plays that a quarterback misses and be like, oh, that's how it is the entire game. Right. Like, you can look at the all-22 for even Aaron freaking Rodgers – Aaron Rodgers, I guarantee you there's two or three plays in a game where he throws an incompletion where there was a guy on the other side of the field that was wide open. And he forced it or he missed a guy. All it of them do It drives me nuts. Eight. Like, okay, some of the ones last night, like like the one on third and two where we had literally three guys open and Baker, like he's he's looking at DPJ and he's pumping. It's obviously his, his confidence is shot. It's toast. So he's pump faking, pump faking, doesn't, and then he tries to turn around and TJ Watts just Squ- squashed him. It just – when he threw that one interception, when he had Njoku like, wide like open, it. he just forced oh. it. He forced it to to possibly get an extra like six oh, yards. He God. forced a terrible throw when he had Njoku wide open. Like that play worked. Completely so, agree. I'm not going to put that on Kevin. On the flip side, it's not mutually exclusive. Kevin has to know his quarterback is beat to hell. He's not. His confidence is gone. He's not there mentally, physically. Any you have to know that. So. Yeah. I'm not going to give Ke- – I'm not. I'm absolutely not giving Kevin a free pass. I think some of the plays that he called worked. I think some of his philosophy was fine as, as far as, like, in a vacuum, X's and O's. 
but you have to know the context of the situation. Yeah, you have to know your they, guys. You have to know what's going on. So they, his philosophy is not that indifferent to what they did last year. The problem is, was last year you had a healthy quarterback who was in rhythm, especially the second half of the season. Who, and confident, too. Who, Yeah. Also, you had an offensive line that was intact most of the season. I don't know what the hell has happened to Jed Wills. I mean, you know, I'm sure we're going to talk about uh, James Hudson against T.J. Watt, which I'm not putting that on that kid. I'm putting it on the coaching staff 100%. That, the fact that you're letting him on an island out we, there to try to block T.J. Watt we should have had, is inexcusable. And Baker, had Baker even there. said it in the postgame press conference. Yeah. If you listen to both of them, by the way, they were they're they were not on the best of terms right no, now. They were saying some things without saying some things. Yeah, yeah there were there was some. No, the the fact. But here's that the thing: there wasn't a tight end or a running back chipping on that side. Yeah, the entire game, and that's inexcusable. You have if you're Kevin Stefanski, you have to be able to adjust. You can't just say, "I'm going to call these plays. They're going to get open. The quarterback's got to hit them." You know, unless you're a blind, unless you're deaf, dumb, and blind. That Baker Mayfield, number one, is not healthy. Number two, is not confident. The offensive line is patchwork right now. That you can't keep calling plays like you did last year when everything was working. It's the definition. You just can't yeah, do the it. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different meanwhile, results, and that's what's happening. Meanwhile, Nick Chubb's second run of the game, he busts a 35-yard run, and then you take him out of the game. I don't know if he. Yeah, I heard he got he had an ankle injury early on. No, it was it was ribs and I oh, ri- ribs. That's and I'm that's calling true. BS. The Stefanski well, said that after doing it. Then? The Stefanski said that after because they're 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 run by analytics and they have a they have a system where in the first half Nick Chubb gets a series off every game, every game. Usually you don't really notice it because Kareem Hunt goes in there. Kareem oh, Hunt yeah. has missed half the season. The second half they do the same thing. They take they just they just sit Nick Chubb for a series. It doesn't it could be a fifteen play drive. They just don't put Nick Chubb. This in. has been going on for for two years. It happened last oh, year I didn't too. Even realize that. Yeah. Man. Like I said, if if Kareem Hunt's in there, there's mm-hmm. not that much of a drop off mm-hmm. between Chubb and Kareem Hunt. That's not to belittle Dearness Johnson. He's been great too, mm-hmm. but he's not Kareem Hunt. So <sighs> he tried to say after the game that Nick Chubb had a rib injury from that he came into the game with a rib injury, but. He wasn't on the injury report at all. At halftime, uh, Lisa Salters, who's a sideline reporter for ESPN, she asked a Brown spokesperson, is Nick Chubb injured? They said, no, he's fine. So the rib thing holds no water to me. It's a, to, to me, it's a complete lie and fabrication because I think Kevin Stefanski knows that new after the game that we didn't get him the ball enough. So he's saying that, oh, he had a little bit of a rib thing. You know, he's not going to say it, but he probably was also like, it's the end of the year, like the, the game didn't matter. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to over overwork him. But he's got a four-month vacation coming up. Who cares if you overwork him in the last game, you know? I mean, are they worried about like an ACL or something like that? Well, here's the thing. Here's that the thing would about, be pretty well, pointless. Because, well, because a lot of people were saying this on Twitter. If they were worried about that, why did he play at all? That's my argument. Why do you play at yeah, all? I guess that's true. What's the difference? It, he could, he could, he could get injured on any running play. Yeah. So if you have nothing to play for and you're worried about him getting hurt, why do you play at all? You could have just had Dearness Johnson on there, and you could have elevated John Kelly from the practice squad. I no, I completely agree. My, so that's bull crap to me. He he either plays or he doesn't. The half in half out thing doesn't jive. And again, I'm more salty about it because it cost me a fantasy football championship. I lost by three points. Oh. 
unfortunate. That's that cost that, me about four hundred dollars. That is tough. Yeah, yeah. that is tough. That's oh, rough. Yeah, unfortunate. <sighs> well, well, so has Baker Mayfield played his last game because he's not playing Sunday. Correct. He's having surgery. Uh, he's no. played his last game for the Browns. No. I mean, we talked about it. we 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 went deep into it on the pregame show. Yeah, we if if you didn't miss if you if you missed that, you should go back listen to the the pregame show. We talked about different quarterback situations, and the summary of it is: here's you, what I'm worried you, about. If, if you don't like Baker, I hear you. I disagree with you, but I, I I at least value some of the the points you could potentially make. Is the guy you're going to draft or bring in? absolutely going to, one, be better, and two, be worth whatever assets we have to give up for him. You know what I'm worried about? I was, I said, no, Baker's going to be back next year. After hearing those two snipe at each other in the postgame press conference, there's real dysfunction there. I could very easily see Baker get the surgery and be like, get me the hell out of here. I mean, it could happen. I, I also- and, there's, and there's not, there's a number of places where he could go. Oh, yeah. He would immediately be the starter in New Orleans next year. Yeah. Because a lot of people view him as like a Drew Brees type guy. And who had Drew Brees for 15 years? It was Sean oh, Payton. That would actually be a spectacular fit. Um, I tell you what, if New Orleans called, how uh, No, just kidding. Because he only signed a one year deal. Did Jameis sign a one year deal? Yeah. All right. Um, but anyway, do you know what the thing that, that's going to drive me nuts? Hmm. And it's going to re- it's going to really want me to. It's gonna re- it's gonna really make me have to bite my tongue to not go after Stefanski. If they and this isn't even about if they decide they don't want Baker, whatever, fine. I know they're gonna get rid of the quarterback before the head coach. Yeah, that's fine. If they get rid of Baker, you know what they're gonna do? I just thought of this today. Kirk Cousins. They're gonna turn around and try call, and trade for Kirk Cousins. They're gonna call Minnesota. Yeah. How old is Kirk Cousins? Not ancient, but not young. He was drafted in 2012, so nine years. He's probably about 30. He was drafted the same year RG3 was. Yeah. Why well, well, do I feel like Kirk Cousins has been a quarterback as long as I've been, like, alive? Alive. He's one of those guys. He's kind of like generic backup quarterback. You like that? Not even backup. Yeah, he's the guy who did that. You right? like that? When yeah. he was with the Redskins. Yeah. Uh, he's 30. Football he's 30. Well, they were the 30, Redskins then. 33 years old. Yeah. yeah. Well, age isn't the issue with Kirk Cousins. I just don't think he's very good. I mean, he's good for, like, a second round playoff exit. I mean, he's, right. we'll make the playoffs with him. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah. he's another, he, he's, <laughs> he's, he's another guy like Derek Carr, where if if Baker is healthy, I don't see the the upgrade. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, okay, maybe it's marginal. Yeah, but but, again, it, but, but it's again, not but worth, worth the assets to give up. But again, give, you're going to have to give up at least a first round pick to the to the Vikings. Oh, minimum. Minimum. For Kirk Cousins, and all of his—I con- don't know what's left on his contract—but he signed that eighty it's million one, one more year. But it's all fully guaranteed. 30, so if 30, it's a, 35 million. If it's only one year, I guess that's actually not that bad. But yeah, um, I just—I no, so here's here's the thing. I don't think you're I, to me. I don't think you're accomplishing anything by by doing by making a trade for Derek Carr or for Kirk Cousins. It's a lateral move, at worst, and like lateral plus a smidge in the right direction at best. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. I know a lot of people when, when I get my ass kicked, when I lose, I'm a grumpy dude. I'm not happy. I say things. I, I feel like I'm not going to put a lot on those comments. Cause again, they were kind of, Oh yeah. They I were know. saying things, but like, I, I'm not going to, I don't want to now if a week, and it was a or, frustrating season. I mean, right. this has been like, pro- this is probably this has been bur- boiling was, for a while. Both of them, you know, Stefanski never says anything. So you don't really expect him to <laughs> right. say it, but Baker is more like, 
He'll say things. You know, he'll say things. He'll say things. And I actually think, given the crap storm that this season was, and it's on him as much as it is anybody else. I'm not here to say that it's not Baker's fault that the Browns suck. But, like, I'm sure that this has been building, building for months yes. and months, probably ever since he got injured. So, I figured he would unleash at some point. And now he's probably not going to for sure because he's not playing next week, so... Yeah, I you know at the end of the day, I worry that things are going to start leaking out in the media. I just you know what I want all, all whatever it is I want Barry and company to get ahead of it. I don't want anonymous sources. I don't want leaky things. I don't want passive aggressive snipes. Just whatever's going to happen, rip the bandaid. Yeah. And if if the if the idea is legitimately like we already picked up the option, so. If the option is shot Baker and see what the heck we can get, then do so decisively. I don't think that it would be in the team's best interest because anything that we could do, at least from what it seems, reasonably would not be, one, an improvement, or two, an improvement worth giving up potential assets. This is the this is the part where I don't think people understand, like, like what – like. Like everybody, and I've been saying it on the post game show, quote unquote, Browns Twitter. There's like, oh, you just bring in Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, like Kurt, whatever. They don't understand that it's going to take it. You can't just like, just, oh, yeah, come over to the Browns. It's, yeah, you're yeah. good. Yeah. It's like the Raiders aren't just going to give you Derek Carr. The free agent quarterback market isn't there right now. Yeah. And the Vikings it, are not just going to give you Kirk Cousins just because you want him. The Raiders you, are still in because playoff you hate, contention. And you hate Baker. The Raiders are still contending. Right, they're still technically alive. The thing with that, the thing with them next next year is they're basically going to be like, um, they're essentially going to be starting from scratch next year. Which, which I tell you what, if they decide on a blow it up situation, maybe we can get De- Derek Carr on the cheap. If we could th- in, I, in, I a, in, so. a, in in La La Land where we can get him on the cheap, would I consider again, it? Yes. Do I think that that's likely? Again, Absolutely not. But again. If you trade for Derek Carr, you're going to have to give him a five-year, $200 million contract. Is Derek Carr worth $40 million a year? Is he worth Josh Allen money? I don't think so, but you're going to have to do that because what are you going to do? You're going to trade for him and only have him for one year? And then not sign for him. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, Again, just like like the Kirk Cousins thing. So if Baker Mayfield gets healthy, you'd rather pay double and give up a whole bunch of assets just to get marginally better quarterback. Right. Because Baker next year on his fifth year option is eighteen million. Kirk Cousins is thirty five million, and you're also going to have to give up at least a first round pick, at least to get him, and likely more, a second first or another high yeah. pick. So that's that's the thing. I'm not drafting a quarterback in the first round. This roster is not. not. It is not for a, for a rookie quarterback. It's I'm sorry, it's just not. No. So it, it's it's interesting is. I guess the polite way to say it, it's a frustrating situation that we find ourselves in because we have a lot of pieces, parts. We've got a boatload of talent at different positions, but a lot of guys were on one-year deals, which means there's going to be a lot of turnover. Coaching staff and administration are currently under some, I wouldn't say hot seats, but they're certainly warm, Um, especially Kevin. Maybe not so much Barry, but certainly Kevin. Uh, Quarterback doesn't have uh, the, the love of the fans just yet. Uh, it, it's a weird roster. It's a weird situation. I have no idea what the heck to expect, but I a thousand percent agree. It should not be a rookie, and it should not be somebody who's 
a smidgen better than Baker for a boatload of assets. I don't know what we're going to do at quarterback. I, I right. think it's extremely likely Baker's back. Yeah. I mean, and then you, uh, next year we can have the conversation of his Baker. Like we've always him. talked about, if you have the opportunity to get Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, or if his legal issues clear up, there's no denying that Deshaun Watson's the top five quarterback in the league. The problem is, I think he's a scumbag, and I don't want him on my team. Take him, take him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Jordan would gladly get rid of him. I tell you what, get him off my team. Look again, put but also, but also, Davis Mills, we trust everything off the field aside. Oh, if you God. put Deshaun Watson on this Browns team, they win the Super Bowl. At least make it. At least make it. Probably win it. You think? Yeah, I, I mean Baker. Do. Baker, you know whether you want to blame the injury or not, he was the 29th ranked quarterback in the NFL this year. Yeah. If you if you, get, defense, if you give me Deshaun, they're, they're definitely contenders. They're definitely contenders. I mean, they're probably thirteen and three right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got the first. We got that. We got the bye week locked up. Maybe 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 at a at a literal minimum AFC title game. Probably going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, you're you're probably looking at Deshaun against Pat Mahomes in in the AFC title game. More than likely. I mean, I do know that you know the Titans obviously have the number one seed right now. And they're getting Derrick Henry back, which is it's impressive what they've done without him. Yeah, it would be fitting though for them. They're to frauds. Do, for, for them they're to do frauds. For, for, for them, them to, to for them to do all this without Derrick Henry, get him back, lose. and then lose the first playoff game. <laughs> it could happen. It absolutely they're could. Frauds. It absolutely could. Yep. So Texans um, are going to beat them on in the playoffs Sunday, on Sunday, huh. knock them off of the number one seed. You should you shouldn't that'll... hope for that. You should hope to lose so you get a better draft pick. At this point, if we could do anything to hurt the titans and i would be okay with it another another word titans the titans um okay well we're we're uh, belaboring everything right now so yeah. and i have to pee really we are just go ahead you haven't no, talked we'll, in like we'll 20 minutes <laughs> well, I don't, you um, don't want to hear my takes let's just put it that way <laughs> All right. Well, what are your takes? Because I see you on t- I see you liking tweets on Twitter. I see every time no, Tra- no, every no. time Travis goes, "Oh, Baker sucks." You see that throw? <laughs> oh, it sucks. I see it. Hey, it's okay. You guys give me shit. I can give you guys some. When have we given you that? Like when? Re- oh, recently. Just in general. I'm. I'm. Not, it's not anything in particular. I'm just saying. Like I'm gonna start monitoring. I'm going up. to say some things sometimes. It's okay. okay. All right. All right. No hate. No hate. No right. hate. I'll think about that when Tottenham lose the North London Derby again. You want Arsenal to win? I didn't say I wanted to, but I said I will clown you mm. if Tottenham does lose. You shouldn't clown me. <laughs> I'm always on your side with Milan. Okay. You're not no. on my side with the Browns. Ever. No, I'm not a Brown. I'm not a Browns fan. <laughs> I'm not a Tottenham fan. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I respect Milan a lot. I'm always on yeah, Milan. Yeah, yeah, you respect him, and then you're going to take one of our best players in January. Oh, so this is a Cassie? Yeah. You think that's really going to happen? I don't, if, I don't well, know. If Levy, you know, Levy. He has to prove it that he'll do that because I've never seen him do it yet. Yeah. They, oh, I'm sorry. No, we did it one time. They proposed us. They pro- oh, we can talk about so, this. So the no. Oh, yeah. Well, they pro- they proposed us a uh, swap, Kessie for Tanganga. Oh, God. And, take him, please. And Milan was like, ah, no. Actually, to be honest, I don't want to lose him in Dombele. I don't know what okay, his can, deal is, though. We can talk about this. Yeah, after. you're right. Yeah, this is not a <laughs> podcast talk. Um, so, yeah, that uh, the Browns are in disarray. At, at, other than last year, what the hell else is new? Uh, the Cavs look really good. Um. That's about it in the sports world. I, I don't know when we're going to see baseball again. Like I've said numerous times, I don't know that we're going to yeah, see baseball no this year. I really don't. You know, I think that's fair. Here's a hot take. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't. F baseball. 
Not even no, a baseball. See, no, see, either. I'm I'm actually kind of interested. Now that the Indians – well, it's not official yet, but now that the Baseball's Indians – Baseball's fun in the summer, you know. Well, no, now that, that the Indians have this influx of cash, I'm interested to see you – know, obviously, they're not going to go out and spend $400 million. Yeah. But I'm interested to see how they supplement the team because the Indians, for as much as we griped last year – and, sorry, Guardians. They're now the Guardians. As much as we griped, they still have the skeleton of a contending team. They just need the meat. They need the the muscle. Well, the farm they just, system is so good. Yeah, they still Indians. have the pitching. Right. They still have Jose Ramirez. They just need somebody who can actually hit to play in the outfield. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I don't know. Again, I don't know when we're getting baseball. So whatever. We'll see. But anyway, uh, you've been listening to Living Off the Land, episode one ninety three. Follow us on social media at the L O T L podcast, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. So for Ryan Jordan, I'm Dan. Uh, hope you guys have a great week. First week of 2022. Make it a good one. And uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.